guys. Good morning. I didn't. I wasn't ready for that music. I forgot. I just went ahead and did. No, that it's good. Me. I was like, all right, maybe we come up with a show before the show music. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Monday, guys. May first, kind of our show before the show as we get ready to uh, bring everybody in today. It's good to catch up with everybody. Um, Cancel the show.com. Getting ready for another week. Um, no matter where you guys are listening today, we welcome you in. Jerry, good morning. Hope all is well with you, buddy. Um, it is Cancel This. Um, let's see here. Getting stuff all together on a Monday. If anybody wanted to say hi, that's what we kind of do here. Um, gives people a chance to jump in before we get ready to rock and roll on a Monday as we put things together. Joe, you have a good weekend, buddy? Yeah, yeah, busy, busy weekend. Busy? Yeah, I had a couple photo shoots and just a bunch of stuff going on. Hi, Kim. Good morning to you. Hey, Lizzie. Lizzie on the pre-show. Um, right. Joe, I think you're getting it all down now. Yeah, I feel uh, I feel <laughs> like it's uh, almost second nature now. I saw Scotty out Saturday night. Oh, he yeah? Says that, he says, I, I, I jump in. Scotty, our former engineer <clears throat> slash producer. And um, he said it seems like everything was going really well. Right on. Yeah. He says he checks in and out. Yeah, I talk to him every once in a while. He, um, he does check. Yeah, because everything was perfect last week behind yeah. the scenes. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I do my best. Hey, Sherry. Hi, Karen. Uh, hi, Kim. Thanks for... Hi, Tabitha. I'm glad you said hi this morning. Tabitha's on the line. Tabitha, you went. You already I'm get, on the line. <laughs> do you get? You have your makeup done? <laughs> no lipstick to put on. No lipstick. I'm looking at text from Tabitha as I was getting ready. She's getting this stuff done. You know, it was really cool. I'll show a picture. Um, I had a chance to catch up with um, Roberta Stanford Saturday night. Went and watched Eric play. Oh, t- look at you! Oh, yep. I, you you mentioned you, her Joe. name. I, I, I say her name. Yep. And it pops up. She's like, is Tab here? I was like, no, Tam's, Tabitha's home, bacon hams, mm. bacon cookies. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Uh, Roberta, yeah, we'll show Roberta when the show starts, too. Okay. I took some video. Anyway, um, Cancel This was playing Eric's girlfriend. They had a little birthday party for her. It's good to catch up to people. Um, I think I had seven, eight different people. Love cancel this, cancel this. I'm like, really? Nice. I loved it because it was at a place nice. in the St. Louis area called Helen Fitzgerald's, which oh, yeah. is more south. You know, it's south, south, south Lindbergh. Yeah. Um, the St. Louis area. It's south just County. south of 44. What's that, bud? It's just south of 44. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good to catch up with a lot of people. I'm still uh, <clears throat> trying to get my voice back. I really despise being in loud environments. Hey, how are you? And they're like right next to you. Yeah. I know. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? Anyway, <laughs> it's good. Um, good weekend overall, too. Um, let me see. We'll talk about that today. By the way, we love your guys' ideas uh, when you guys come in and let us know about things going on. Uh, I can't remember if I said hi to you, Sherry. I'm trying to look at the chat line as much as I can. We don't have a chance to do it as much during the show. Um, Lizzie is... Lizzie, what are you on today? Lizzie's up in her game if that was even possible getting on a couple different chat lines today i know facebook uh maybe rumble youtube and youtube because yeah um we're getting a lot more views and that's a great thing on youtube and rumble 
And of course, if anybody uh, knows of a national advertiser that we should contact or local advertisers, let us know. We like what we're doing. <laughs> we, or donations, we're grateful uh, to it all. Um, so anyway, coming up, big interview at 8.30 with some friends of ours from the 10-8 Project. You won't want to miss that regarding help for first responders. So anyway, Tabitha, you ready to get things going? I'm ready when you are. Is your ham done? You got your ham done? I wish I had a ham. Hams you, aren't easy to find these days. Did you smoke any meat over the weekend? You I were talking not. about smoking meat. <laughs> I worked all weekend. I did. I, I, You know what? I work a lot. Vic, I've got all this time. I My job's slow. And then now it's like, all you say is, oh, my God. I do. I'm literally, I work like 20 hour days. I'm exhausted. Mm. But we have rental properties we work on. There's a lot going on. That's what you mean, working. This weekend, yes, rental property working. Oh, Jerry, that's cool. Typing on phone, watching on 55-inch. That's that working, is, too. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. I get it. I totally get it. Okay, guys, we'll get ready to start with the show. Uh, if you guys ever have any questions, um, let us know. We'll try that in the pre-game, the pre-show tomorrow. But um, let's rock and roll. Let's get this Monday started. Hey guys, welcome in. It's Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. There's Tab of the Hassle. Eric Johnson en route this morning. Lizzie Sparks on the chat line. Taking care of all the social media. We got Projo in the house. He was just telling us about everything going on. Uh, yes, grateful, grateful, grateful that you're coming in. 8 to 10 live, Monday through Friday, Central Time. Catch us all the time on our website, CancelTheShow.com. A lot of great material there. Go back through, check it out. Like, subscribe, send stars. Uh, it all helps. Uh, we appreciate that too. If you have ideas, let us know. Lizzie says, I want Tab smoked ham. For those, I wish I could find a ham. Like I said, good luck finding one. Are you serious? You know, it's tough. It's tough to find ham. Find right a ham? Now. I don't know why, but it what? is. There seems to be a ham shortage. There is a ham shortage. It's a good thing I don't like ham. And you know, there's also, people haven't re recognized it, but there's a lot of cheese, cheeses that are also not available right now. It's a good thing I don't like and cheese. I don't, I don't, who doesn't like cheese? It's right like here. Not seeing you A don't cheeseburger like and pizza, puppy but not dogs. like. Yeah, no, I've never been able to get in the cheese. I have like an entire cheese drawer at home. Uh, Paul says, not at Aldi. Yeah, I've, this is the first I've ever heard of somebody saying, we got a ham shortage. Well, you can find like sliced ham that's already like pre-packaged. That's not real ham. I'm talking about like real bone-in hams. Yeah, the deli was completely out of ham. How about at, that? At Walmart anyway. Um, okay. Well, there you go. Guys, welcome in. It is Cancel This. We're here till, let's see. Well, we got a couple hours of podcast. A couple of big stories coming up. 8.30, we're going to talk with the 10-8 Project. An incredible new group. They've only been around just over a year providing supplies for first responders. You're going to hear up close personal live in studio from a first responder himself about some of the challenges they're facing, not only in the St. Louis area, but across the country and what you can do to help, to donate, those sorts of things for the 10-8 Project. Looking forward to talking to Andy this morning um, because when it comes to first responders, you would think, hey, they have all the tools that they need, right? Uh-uh. It's not what it is. Um, it, you, you wish that it was, but it's not. Um, also, coming up, Tab's going to jump into an interesting topic regarding the WAN. Has something else happened since last week? 
You know, it, uh, or does it just yes, continue to we, go? We actually reached a milestone, which we're going to be talking about. I should say China reached a milestone. And for people who haven't figured out, China is our real enemy. Uh, Russia is just a distraction. And the Wan has actually reached a pivot point of being uh, transacted more than the U.S. dollar when it comes we to go. cross-border transactions within China. And, and I will get into why and some other things going on in China that are extremely important. Uh, We've got some ratings that came down from primetime Fox from last week where they took a hit. We'll tell you about another news network that was jumping up a little bit. Um, also, it, it's a sad story we'll get into in just a moment. But if you don't think there's a problem at the border with illegals, think about all the stories, the countless stories of illegals committing crimes. Uh, including murders and then going on the run. People have been deported over and over and over again, but here they are in the country because nobody cares. Nobody's doing anything about it. Uh, now there's a manhunt, um, a, a fugitive uh, accused of killing five. Of course, illegally in the United States, deported five times. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, on a better note, I wish, well, we'll get into it right now. Um, hey, if you want to show that video, Joe, I had a chance to catch up. Love it when I'm out and people come up and say hi, take pictures. Uh, Roberta Stanford, and then let's show the the concert. Tab, that we missed you Friday night. I wish I could have been our, there. Our co-host, Eric, uh, they play in a band called Platinum Rock Legends, and they had uh, a party for Christy, his girlfriend. Who is just the sweetest person. And we'll get it into we'll get into this a little bit later with Eric, but um, that's Roberta. She came up to me. She's like, hey, I listen to you guys every day. Um She's like, is Tabitha here too? And I was like, no, Tabitha's antisocial. Um, <laughs> I wish I could have seen Roberta. Tabitha goes I to a Roberta. bar with us and she stands in the corner and just stares at people. I like, do not. Yeah, you do. I just do. like That's you, what you said about George Murray. At my birthday party. I was barely alive. <laughs> at my birthday party, you just stood in the corner and just like, first stared. of all, I didn't. I talked to lots of. You did. You just sat in the corner. Lots of folks like, all night long. <laughs> give that evil, like Eric that scares Eric look. I it's did like, not. I'm Tabitha. I talked, as a matter of fact, I talked to Glenn Thompson and his wife, Joe, for quite a long um, time. And everybody, check out Eric in this video, by the way. Eric, you know, Eric's a bigger guy, but not giant, but on stage, he looks massive. Did you not see the video I sent this morning, buddy? If you did, the only video I got was a uh, uh, a Biden. Uh, oh, really? I thought I sent it. Let me check my list. Tabitha. I think you sent me that video twice. Maybe you thought that. Yeah, possible. Yeah. It is all possible, but we had. Um, didn't come through. No, it didn't go through. Was it a turn. Platinum Rock Legends? Yeah, video? here's what I did. We got they some video. They are such an amazing band. I mean, they really are absolutely fantastic. They are my favorite. So I, I've seen them a ton of times. Yes, so. and they are, never disappoint. And they had a massive, massive crowd in the St. Louis area. Um, yes, they do. They do a good job. Eric's a bassist. They so. should be a Vegas act. I am not kidding you. They would do absolutely fantastic in Vegas. Yeah, I sent it to you earlier, and it said try sending attachment. I guess it didn't go through. Let me know if it doesn't go through, buddy. I thought you had it, um, but you couldn't have seen that. So it, it, I tried to send that through. It said it was sending on an attachment. Um, well, I hope we get to see it. I hope everyone. I try to tell everyone to go out and see Platinum Rock Legends. They are so good. I'll keep looking for it. It, well, it hasn't come through. Well, yet. I've got it. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. I do. <laughs> Somebody who was at the concert um, sent me some video too, and I know that's not the best podcast in the world, but you have to see this video so you get an idea. Were you dancing in the video? No, no, oh no, no. But somebody was dancing. 
Uh-oh. This, uh, see, they do. Can you explain what they do with their axes? I do this. Yeah. With Platinum Rock Legend, I always say it's not just a band. They're like a Vegas act. They switch costumes. I sent two videos to you now. They switch costumes in between sets and they impersonate other bands, but in a really funny, hilarious way. But yet they're still a really good band. They play really well. They sing really well. I mean, but it's, it's not just a band. You have to see it to believe it. And they have such a huge following. You know I mean? They fill up stadiums everywhere they go. Well, they play it across the country. They do. And, and you know, if you've been to Helen's and seen them at Helen's, you can't even move through that place on the nights they play. Well, I hadn't been to that place since 1997, 98. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow. I've been up there and, and seen them play. And you know, all the guys in the band, they are all so nice. They are all just the nicest people. And they're so funny. I really, I love them all. So anyway, it is the morning. It is cancel this, cancel this show.com. Um, we did get, I was trying to show Eric and we'll, we'll try to get that video to you before the day. I apologize for that. But I do have another piece of video that I know that did go to Joe. I'm almost positive. Are you dancing in it? No, 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 no. I'm not getting, yeah, Joe, if you get video, play it, man. I got to see what you got. And then we can go over to let people know. Okay. That's their lead singer. Uh, that's, um, <laughs> that's Will, their lead singer. And I guess that's, um, doing wham that's he's had a few uh clothing malfunctions during the show oh he has uh watch oh has he (laughs) but he's will is absolutely hilarious and he is also such a sweet person yeah that's the only video that's come through so far okay well that gave you a good idea yeah what's going on yeah i can't get the other stuff i was trying to show eric but it was there he wears a cone in his pants it's it's the oh my god listener drew viewer drew we actually agree on something Drew said gross, and I said 100%. I agree 100%. I, I absolutely love it. I think uh, Will is And hilarious. Roberta Stanford, we showed her. Thank you for coming up and saying hi. It was good to meet everybody else as well. So um, allegedly, well, I know he did, but we may have a goat sighting today in the studio. I heard. Eric Eric bought his girlfriend a goat for her I birthday. hope she lives on a farm. <laughs> Well, she has chickens. Yeah. Oh, so that's I right. Guess that's right. This just continues it on. When I saw the photo of the goat, I'm like, I don't. I hope she lives somewhere where she can have. Old a goat. Eric Johnson had a farm. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Should I have a photo of a goat? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's looking like. Did I miss something? Yeah, we may get the goat in person. It um, is so cute. So anyway, it I would hope be, we do. It would be fun to see that. I love all the animals. In uh, a more serious note, as we turn our attention towards the terrible horrible disaster crisis of a border we have um a guy named francisco oropesa deported five times <clears throat> now allegedly killed five people because the neighbors went and asked him to please stop shooting his gun right before midnight saturday night um so what did he do he loaded his gun he went over to his next door neighbor's house and started shooting killed five people including a third grade boy 10 people in the house just started shooting 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 as horrible as that story is, this evil should not even have been in this country. And it's a microcosm, a small microcosm of what's happening at our border, which is going to get worse with the ending of Title 42. We're already maxed at the border. Um, you've got um, Mallorca saying, oh, there's nothing to see here. Everything is fine. Uh, it's another example of the worst president 
the worst administration, the worst vice president that this country has ever had and what they're overseeing. This is the worst time in the history of our country in any modern time. And this is another example of what should not be happening. Uh, the Texas governor's office, uh, state agencies, the FBI right now offering a combined $80,000 reward for tips leading to his capture. But you know where he is, Tabitha. And he was on he, foot. Yeah, he was he, on foot. He's back in Mexico. There's no question is. about it. And guess what? No question. He'll come back again. Yes, he will. Um, a microcosm of so many things in our society, how it's deteriorated um, from a standpoint of any morals whatsoever, any love of people, and should not even have been here. And of course... We've yet to hear from the president. We've yet to hear from his vice president, who he tried to task with taking care of the border. Uh, Mayorkas is an absolute joke. Every single administration member is an absolute joke. Um, this is the worst we have ever seen from any sort of leadership, and we're told that this is what America voted for. I'm pretty sure that some of the victims were also not here legally. I heard that they were from Honduras. Wouldn't doubt it. And this was a neighborhood in which many illegals are living here in the country when you uh i mean we get to a point where things become desensitized because we hear it all the time but just think about this i mean five people get shot including a third grade people running from a guy and yeah it's all right we're there um and this guy had been sitting out on his front porch he had an ar-15 Shooting it into the air, shooting it at the ground, shooting it around, and the neighbors complained. No one called police. Why? Because they're illegal. So Bingo. they're not going to call police. They didn't call police. This could have been prevented. It could have been stopped. This guy didn't belong here. And just think, he is one of many. One of many. He is a drop in the bucket. Jerry, I appreciate you giving us an update. He says, if you need to get up to date on anything that, uh, it's called the Illegal Alien Watch, Legally Armed America on YouTube channel. Legally Armed America. It's just sad. It makes me sick. It's a story that makes you want to cry. And then these things just continue to happen over and over and over again. Um, once again, Jerry Singleton says, the Constitution states illegal alien, not migrant. Correct. These migrant are, is the politically correct term. And politically correct gets into media. Media started that because it wouldn't even have flourished if it wasn't for media. We have to have honest conversations in this country, and that's what we do on Cancel This, and I think that's why we've grown so fast and so big, because you've got to call things what they are. That doesn't mean you're being mean. That doesn't mean you don't have a heart. That doesn't mean you're inconsiderate. It means you're truthful. And a lot of times the truth hurts because people don't want to listen to the truth. You're illegal. End of story. Illegal migrants. Okay, it's called an illegal alien. It's what it says in the Constitution. We can't destroy the Constitution because people's feelings get hurt. It's not a matter of that because then things like this happen and then it's like, well, you know, it just lessens the blow. The poison gets mixed in with all the heart-warmed feelings and then you have situations like this. And you know what, Vic? It's it's happening everywhere. It's happening right here. It's it's happening right here in St. Charles, Missouri, where we lived. And I'm not going to get into the story again, but Lizzie and myself, we were kicked out. Uh, Jill Shemansky, a couple of us, were kicked out of Chimmy's here in St. Peter's because the workers were illegal. St. Peter's in the St. Louis, Missouri area. 
And that's because we were talking about Trump. Some of the waitresses actually came out. And you know how you take your fist and go like this? They were doing that to us because we were talking about Trump. And then they refused to wait on us. And the manager said, well, that's because they're not legal. They hate Trump. Of course they do. They like Biden because he allows people to how come did they in hear? How did they hear the conversation country. talking about Trump? They were Trump. walking back and forth while we were all talking. <clears throat> okay. Past right. our table. I got it. Um, well, And it, they literally stopped waiting on us and kicked us out. <laughs> And trust me, I, I, I raised a, a little bit of a fit over it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I mean, I get it. I don't get it. The border is a massive issue. We've talked about it so many times. These kinds of stories just bring up more and more. And we're going to be talking about it in the next few weeks, actually in the next week, as Title 42 ends. And we're going to have a mass... I mean, you're talking about people not to get overboard. I don't want to ever go overboard. A massive influx. You think it's bad now? allegedly supposed to get worse and you talk to the border states and the states that border the border states and they're sounding the alarm we're not doing it as much let's say in the missouri area but it's coming and it's all over the place and then of course we already know what's happening with law enforcement dealing with what they're dealing with and it's like okay great welcome to america and, and look, Vic, what's happening along the Texas border. I was just reading an article over the weekend where there was a farmer who was talking about water theft. He said, these illegals are coming over. They're stealing my water. And what's so crazy is they're stealing his water to grow marijuana and, and <laughs> illegally. And you know what the police officers told him or the, the sheriff told him? He said, well, I'm sorry. There is nothing we can do about it. There is nothing we can do about it because I am not going to put my sheriff's deputies into a war with the cartel. So we're just not going to do anything. The government won't back us if we arrest them. We're not going to have a cartel war. So I'm sorry, you can sell your land or you can move, but we will not stop them from stealing your water. And I'm not talking about a little bit of water. I'm talking about they're bringing hoses over and siphoning his water to, to grow their marijuana plants. It's absolutely ridiculous. And all of the missing people that are being reported in Northern California, we don't often talk about Northern California, but these grow operations that are, these cannabis grow operations in Northern Florida, there are a whole host of people that are missing and they're claiming they're all at the hands of the cartel. And it all starts with the administration. Now, this is a problem that's gone on for quite some time. We know that. We get it. But at the same time, it starts with this administration. Um, when you get a chance, um, Joe, can you pop up the Trump video on Biden? Um, it. We had some, we got a guest coming up, Andy Moulton. Uh, we're going to talk about the 10-8 project coming up at 8.30. But um, I can tell you this much. Very, very interesting. Man, Trump, I mean, obviously the Biden administration deserves it. Um, he went after DeSantis again over the weekend and the video we're going to show you. I mean, it's, it's quite funny. Making fun of Biden. And it, it's too bad that the entire country doesn't get to see video right. like this, but it's out there and it's happening. And you see, <laughs> you see Trump going after him. Uh, it just gets worse and worse. Uh, for the Biden administration. So uh, Joe will pop that video up when he gets a chance with Trump on Biden. We seem to be having some technical difficulties. It's not sharing into the screen for some reason. Okay, that's cool. Um, um, just let me know if you're able to get it. Do you have the Biden commercial? That I do have. Okay, let's do it. I thought it was another Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the comical aspect of what's happening when it comes to Biden, never stops. 
Joe Biden loves America. Like a grandfather who loves his grandchildren, Joe showers us with his affection, shares wacky stories. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub Joe, my leg down. Our guest. Loves taking naps. And with your support, Joe can continue being America's grandpa another four years, repairing our reputation abroad, fixing our border crisis at home. And millions, millions of foreign nationals have streamed across into our country illegally. Cleaning up our streets. A troubling rise in gun violence and homicide across the country. Fighting for America's middle class. The U.S. inflation has now hit a new four-decade high. This morning, the Labor Department reported prices in May surged 8.6%. Joe Biden for president. Just like your grandpa, but worse, much worse. Okay, how about that video? Tabitha sent it. She was smiling when she texted it, I guarantee <laughs> I'm it. I'm smiling now. Jenny <laughs> says it makes her sick. Yeah, Glenn loves it as well. Those kind of things happen. If we get the Trump video earlier, Trump was actually imitating Biden over the weekend. Um, wow, 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 that's for <laughs> sure. But it was interesting because he also started to attack um Ron DeSantis again. And the ads, they're and running. And I wish he wouldn't do that. I know. And the ads that he's running right now, they're, they are so good at bringing down Ron DeSantis in regards to showing how he was dead until Trump saved his political career. And reading a storybook to his, his kids, like, and Donald Trump is the best. And he says, you're fired. Terrific ads. Whoever put those ads together, top notch. But it is interesting. He is still over. I mean, he keeps hitting it. And I don't know why, because he is up by so, so, so much. Unless he doesn't want to battle through all of the crap that's going to have to happen when it goes through a primary. I think that that's probably true. And I think that he feels like he was stabbed in the back, maybe, by DeSantis. He supported DeSantis. He outwardly claims DeSantis wouldn't be in the position he's in if it weren't for him. And Trump has gone as far as telling politicians in Florida that if you back DeSantis, you will never serve in my administration. And I mean, that's that's going pretty far. I, and I wish he didn't. I wish he didn't. I wish he'd back off a little bit. And I think it all came out because what happened now, the announcement was made that his exploratory committee, DeSantis that is, is getting ready to make the announcement that they're doing the committee, which means the next step is to go ahead and do it. So he came out. And I hope he doesn't. And it's all good. It, it, it's it's part of the process. You hope to say, what? You hope well, who, I'm gonna, what? Well, I'm going to backtrack on that because you know what? I think, here's, what, here's my fear. I think the American people deserve the choice to whether they want to vote for DeSantis or Trump. I don't have an issue with people running against Trump, you know, in the primary. But But here's the thing is that, I worry that it will split the vote and that we'll en it'll end up going to someone else. And we know there's going to be already cheating and we know the primary doesn't really count because the RNC is going to choose whoever they want anyway. And so it's, it's, it's just such a big DeSantis is running. He's running. It was a bigger story. Tim Scott is going to run. Yeah, I know. He's I, getting ready to announce this week. We like Tim Scott. That was the I second like part Scott. of it. But I mean, he has no shot at a, at a presidency, maybe in a, a vice role. A, a VP, yes. If that's what he wants, if he wants to leave South Carolina where he's getting a lot of work done, he could possibly go ahead and do that. But um, Haley will get no votes. Well, she'll get some votes, but she will not win. But at the same point in time, it is interesting that um, Trump is giving him credence. And we would like him. If you don't like him, whatever the case, um, he's a master businessman. He knows what he's doing, I think. 
<laughs> I, think, I think I think he knows he what is he's doing. I mean, it is vicious already what he was doing there. So. I think amongst some conservatives who support Trump, him coming after DeSantis will hurt him. I wish he didn't do it. I really do. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, one thing that we do have coming up in just a couple moments, uh, we're going to talk with Andy Moulton um, with the 10-8 Project, something I can't wait to get involved with here. And it's a way for you guys to put um, your love of first responders, of this country to work. Um, they are looking... Uh, for donations, and they're going to explain everything that they do. It's a terrific group that we've partnered with, and we're going to have them on regularly to talk about issues that they deal with. So um, one of the reasons we're able to do what we do is because of the partners that we have and the advertisers that we have. And of course, we're going to try to help see what we can get done with the 10-8 project as well. So we're going to show you our partners right now. We'll take this quick two-minute break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Andy Moulton with the 10-8 Project. And if you have any questions while we're on with Andy, um, you'll love the interview. You'll absolutely be blown away by what they do and what they've been able to accomplish in just a year. So time for our partners really quick. Two minutes. Back with more on CancelTheShow.com. Lizzie Sparks is on our chat line right now. Pro Joe is running the boards. Eric Johnson on his way in. Tab of the Hassles here. And I'm Vic Faust. Back in just two minutes. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Kathy O'Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net.
Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tabitha Hassel, Eric Johnson en route, Lizzie Sparks on the chat line this morning. You can jump in and chat with her and anything about our show if you have comments, questions on YouTube, on Rumble, and of course on Facebook as always. Eric Johnson on his way in. And Prodro running the boards for us this morning as well. Okay, it's exciting Monday, May 1st. We kick off another week as we get ready to rock and roll. Um, things are happening all over the place. Um, hope you guys had a great weekend. And we jump in right now. Uh, a, a terrific organization. I mean, you get, I mean, it's one thing to talk about doing things. It's another to get some things done. I'm talking about the 10-8 Project. And joining us this morning to talk about the 10-8 Project is our new friend, Andy Molden. Andy's in studio with us today. First of all, your guys' group has blown me away. If you could tell me a little bit who you are, what you do, and what this project is about, and we'll just get to know you and how people can help you guys do uh, your jobs a little bit better. Absolutely. Hi, um, my name's Andy, uh, and uh, we started the 10A Project about a year and some change ago. Um, our bottom line goal is to support uh, firefighters and police officers and, and any emergency personnel really in service. Um, that's that's the bottom line goal. You know, our our hope and our, pro, our, our our purpose is to, you know, raise as much money and donate as many goods and training and items needed that some of these officers and firefighters just aren't getting. But bottom line is, you know, we're trying to save lives. Um, and that's, you know, the, the easiest, shortest way to describe what, what it is we're doing. I absolutely love it. When you, Andy, when you come through, how did this project begin? Why, why, why did the Tenet Project start? How did it even come about? Yeah, so I had a friend who's a police officer, and uh, he had a situation happen that um, he called me about and was just asking for kind of some some guidance and advice and whatnot, and you know if he needed a lawyer and those sorts of things. And I'm I'm not a lawyer, but you know I've been around law enforcement long enough and know a lot of people, and so I said, you know what, let me let me think about this here and then see what the best way to help you is. And originally we were just gonna, you know, I called a couple buddies and we we're just gonna raise some money and help them pay some legal fees if it came to that. Um, and the more we started talking about it, I realized, you know, you know what, there's these these core issues that we keep talking about that, that are in a, in a constant part of every discussion when it comes to law enforcement. And so why don't we just go ahead and tackle this entire beast? You know, I'm not a kind of person that likes to dip my toes in things. I kind of jump all the way in. Um, so I called every guy I knew that owned a jet and said, listen, here's kind of my idea. Um, do you guys want in or not? You know, I don't really want to bother you. I know you guys are super slammed and almost every single one of them said yes. So we formed our, um, our foundation, you know, it was a, it was a long and tedious process making it legal and, you know, doing that whole process. But once that was done, we were able to hit the ground running, uh, raised about a half a million bucks in about a year. Wow. And, uh, put just about every single bit of it to, to use. Um, and this is th primarily through equipment you're providing to fire departments. Is that correct? What, what I don't understand, is, are they underfunded? Is the fire department underfunded? And now they are finding themselves in a need for equipment that they cannot purchase themselves? Because I know police are underfunded. Yeah. So as, And I wasn't so sure about fire departments. As you can imagine, any, any, any department that is, you know, responding to anything, there's use and wear and tear and whatnot on, uh, sorry about that on the the equipment itself and, and those sorts of things and then there's 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 constant needs for upgrades and new things and and just just like us you know we bust a pair of sneakers we got to buy a new pair it costs money um and there's budgets and that's the thing that we always are cognizant of of working with government entities they have set budgets and so they have only so much money they can spend so sometimes when it comes to the nice gucci new stuff 
um, or sometimes the best brand name things that are really what's the the tools that needed as opposed to you know the kind of old joke of we got that at home you know um, it costs money that they just don't have to spend and so what we're investing is we're investing in these specialized units whether it's the search and rescue teams uh, SWAT teams with other agencies drug nar narcotics uh, teams intelligence units those sorts of things that's kind of what we're focusing on the general patrolman um, you know, is, is also an under, under budgeted entity, if you will, from the police side. Uh, Very much so. But our focus with them is we're trying to get them training, mm -hmm. you know, get them, get them the baseline gear they need as far as the plate carrier goes or the over vest or something like that. Get them the newest, nicest stuff that is scientifically proven to be what they should be wearing. Um, and, and then, and then capturing the data is the other side of what we're doing too. Is so every single thing that we donate, we, we capture the data based on how it's helping the township or the, the, the metropolitan area that we've done it to. Um, we're not trying to be around for 30 years. You know, our, our goal with our foundation is, is this, we're trying to fix a problem, you know, and I think a lot of times with foundations, they're great at existing for long periods of time. You know, you've seen these foundations in San Francisco that have been around since the nineties trying to fix homelessness and obviously it's not working but they raise millions of dollars and they, they spend millions of dollars and people make millions of dollars working for these foundations. Our thing is we're, we're guys that are trying to keep our safe, our kids safe, you know, keep our schools safe, just get our neighborhoods back to like they used to be. Um, and, you know, give people the opportunity to, to watch their kids go play hockey, you know, to go to, to go to volleyball practice with their daughters. It's, um, it's, you know, it's much needed. It, you know, I've done a lot of volunteer work for different organizations that raise money for first responders. And what a lot of people don't understand is, let's just say Backstoppers as an example. Backstoppers, they're a great organization. And if you're a police officer and you die in the line of duty, uh, and sometimes they make special exceptions if you if you just die otherwise, they will give a, a $5,000 or so to your family or cover. We have Responder Rescue, who's a great organization. But we really don't have an organization yet that supplies equipment and things necessary. We have so many police officers and firemen buying their EMS even, buying their own equipment so they will have the best. And sometimes because for life-saving measures, not only for themselves, but the people that they're treating. And it's, it's to me, it's such a disgrace that our government is, is making this happen. Why aren't they funding our first responders? Yeah. Um, you know, we saw back in 2014 what happened with Ferguson and the 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 political side of, of getting involved in, in law enforcement and the, and the detriment that that had to almost every single angle of, of law enforcement. Um, you saw a lot of good policemen leaving the job that, that were there for the right reasons, but you know, they also have families and things like that. And then you saw, you know, later, later on down the road, funding just disappearing. that was much needed. Um, and unfortunately, for a long time, there was funding that was kind of thrown at law enforcement in ways that it was just said, spend it because it's here and it wasn't utilized properly. And that's kind of like our, our approach with what we're doing is we only have so much money, you know, um, we only have so much time. Like I said, we're not trying to be around for 30 years. We're trying to get this problem fixed. And so the way that we're approaching each and every single one of these these problems and or needs, if you will, is with the approach of how do we fix this in the next five years? You know like an investment when you're starting a business, you know, how do I get this thing running and rolling where it will be able to eventually take on a new budget based off of what the government's putting out there. If the government's not able to help though, we're still able to step up. And that's the cool thing about this country is that, you know, it's made up of people that when things happen, they, they put their money where their mouth is, you know, they stand up and they, they show out.
We're talking with Andy Moulton and if you with the 108 project and if you want to help or if anything helps anything goes towards providing equipment uh, you name it for what they're doing as first responders because not all the needs are taken care of you can go to any of the descript the description links whatever platform you're watching or listening to it like specifically for watching um, we've got links there is a bitly link you click on that link to donate. Once again, you can, if you're watching on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, whatever platforms you're watching on, click that link in the show description. If you're listening, you go to our link on any of those pages on our website at canceltheshow.com and you click on the, the bit.ly link that's right there to donate. I'm going to tell you this. I think what you're doing sucks. And I'll tell you why. And I know why you're going to go with this, Eric. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I pay taxes, you pay taxes, you pay taxes, and... It's kind of like having a kid play football without a helmet. If you if you sign up for football, the kid should be provided with the gear to do whatever job it is that they do. And uh, someone on the chat line goes, "If you if you keep doing this, isn't that just going to relieve the government of their duties to do this?" I, I can't believe that we're actually the the we should not be putting any money towards the public sector like this, police, firefighters, but whatever it is, that should be the first responder of our government they should be doing the things that government needs have you ever talked to the powers to be and say we're doing this because it's an emergency but you need to start funding this stuff and stop paying for things that just don't mean anything to this community have you I mean because there is money but they're diverting it into weird places i would imagine absolutely absolutely yeah so we've had some conversations private conversations starter conversations with with some of the powers that be um you know i think right now everybody's just kind of frustrated is, is the word I'll use um, when it comes to decision makers, whether it's mayors, whether it's governors, whether it's presidents. Who's the worst? No, but seriously, you you don't even have to say it. Just write it down on a piece of paper and I'll say it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I don't I care. Mean, I don't care. How you describe the worst is, is, is kind of my thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty blunt and straightforward person. Yeah. And, and I don't like people that waste time, um, especially when it comes to people's lives. And, and that's the thing that about law enforcement, about you know, firefighters is that the, these guys are, are, are some of the most selfless, yeah. you know, honorable human beings on the planet that, that, that without <laughs> any thought to, to, Hey, this means I don't get to eat meatballs on Thursday, you mm -hmm. know, or, or play the guitar for my kids anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go handle this situation real yeah. quick without any idea of what that situation really entails. Right. You know, that, that, that is a special type of human being. Um, and the fact that, that, you know, our country doesn't, fully a res respond and respect that but then b you know like i said put the money where it should be mm -hmm. um you know breaks down to where i think the core issues are is, is is number one lack of care and then just generally you know the approach of of a lot of people which seems to be the thing right now is where they just put their head in their sand and they wait for it to pass yeah. you know and that's and that's that's my biggest thing when i talk to chiefs i talk to a lot of chiefs you know and it's not always that they're they're asking us to donate stuff they're just curious about what we're doing yeah you know they're i have i have phone conversations that sometimes last an hour and a half while i'm driving all over kingdom come because mm -hmm. i'm a business as well yep and um you know it's police chief from pennsylvania xy someplace i've never heard of before mm -hmm. and he heard about us on on social media or through a friend or something like that and he just wants to pick my brain about what he should do better mm -hmm. i love that yeah i love that too because you that's, know i i have so many friends who are first responders whether that's firemen or police officers ems and it kills me to hear police officers say you know what we're outgunned 
We have to buy our own weapon. We have to buy our own body armor because the we're not protected otherwise. Firemen who say our equipment doesn't work. Yeah. We have old trucks. They break actually break down sometimes on the way to a fire. Yeah. Hoses that don't work. You know, it, it disgusts me. And I am so glad there's someone like you and your organization who's out there who actually cares in such a time when so many people are trying to defund these departments that you're actually raising money and putting it where we need it most. What kind of items are we talking about, Andy? What kind of items are going? Because when I came out and checked out your group personally, um, I mean, this goes all the way down into utilizing dogs too, which just completely blew me away. Absolutely. So we, we start with the dog, if you will. That's kind of like our building process. Um, like I said, we, we really focus on building specialized units and then building around there. Um, and then the goal is, again, to have them being self-sufficient by year five. Um, mm -hmm. So we start with donating the dog. Um, it, the canine is able to do two different things. You can do dual purpose, so apprehension and then narcotics or explosive detection if need be. That's for the police side. And then for the fire side, we do two different types of dog. We do HRD, so human remains, um, and then we do uh, search and rescue live find dogs, so dogs that can you know find kids that run away or folks that have been you know caught in some sort of natural disaster like the tornadoes we have here a lot, um, or buildings that collapse, those sorts of things. So. Um, once those dogs have been donated, obviously all the gear that goes behind and supporting those dogs is the next step. Yeah. Um, the training also, that's the other, the other aspect of this. You know, um, coming into law enforcement out of cr contracting, I had been used to working with guys that were probably some of the most professional dudes I ever had the opportunity to ever meet in, in real life. And so when I came in 2014, it was like my first step into law enforcement. And uh, I'm sorry, 12. Um, and I was hearing policemen say, well, I'm not really a tactical guy. You know, and I'm, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you carry a gun every day. Yeah, you are a tactical <laughs> guy. How can you not, like, have that mindset? You yeah. Know? And so I really realized that the next step as, you know, I was we were putting this foundation together. How are we going to do this? What are we going to do? How are we going to actually affect change as opposed to just throwing money at the problem? Like, here's a flashlight. Hope it helps. You know? Yeah. I think but, that part of the problem is is that back in the fifties and sixties it was you know officer friendly on the side of this you know with a you know looking like Barney Fife and that was enough to do the job. It was an entirely different yeah. Game. And now these guys, the the criminals, first of all, they've been given free reign to do what they want in a lot of these major cities. Number one, like you said, the Ferguson effect, and number two, they don't have the gear to keep up with that anymore. It seems like, like Tabitha said, where's the Kevlar vest? Yep. Where's the weaponry that goes against us and where is the training and where is the um the rule of engagement towards these guys so it's it's across the board it's like they have to be in a position right now where they're retooling the the police officers anyway not the, the fire side but police do you see that they're going we got to figure out how to go against everything that we're that's up against us you know i i I was just talking to a gentleman about this the other night. Um, police, the policing right now is like Pac-Man. You know, Pac-Man is that awesome game where you go up and down, up and down. And sometimes you just hit that wall and you just can't figure out where to go. Yeah. And that's kind of where I think policing is right now. Um, you know, the science of crime is insane right now. If you look and see the data that the FBI is putting out as far as what violent crime is, how it's happening, those sorts of things, it is exponentially changing mm -hmm. as opposed to how it was 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm 32 years old. I grew up in the 90s in the West Coast, you know. Yeah. Was, oh, damn. I was used to, you know, in Portland, Oregon, in, in California. So very safe places, very, you know. Not no more. Not Yeah, and they've changed a lot, you know. And, and so 
but growing up there and, and, and remembering how law enforcement was there and yeah. coming to St. Louis is entirely different. Mm -hmm. you know? Different demographics, different types of cities, different types of people, different types of crimes in theory. But that being said, where we're at right now, what, work, what we're doing is not working. And it hasn't worked for a long time. And I think that we're kind of in a point now where our pants are down. Mm -hmm. The belt doesn't fix. You know, it's you, yeah. know, you gain the weight. You got to figure out how to lose the weight and come back in with a new old, whole look. Um, and people are starting to realize this. The only problem is, is that they keep recycling these old ideas. They keep bringing in this, you know, for instance, community policing. Community policing as a, as a term is awesome, <laughs> right? But it doesn't work. It doesn't I work. I want to be a community cop. I, it's it's I like get, a pizza I delivery yelled, guy. I get yelled at for saying that. It it's, does. It sounds wonderful, but it doesn't work. Give yeah. me an example of where it's working. It nowhere. It nowhere, Vic. Nowhere. He just said nowhere. But and, the, and, the, and, <laughs> and it was so interesting yeah. about that though is is if you remove community out yeah. of the word and you just add policing, if you just policed, right? If you just old fashioned people, police work. Not, not even old fashioned police work. Just generally being a human being. You know. Well, here's the problem with policing in the in the first place. Being a cop is reactive. 100%. You need a proactive approach. That's racist. You can't be proactive. You anymore. need a proactive <laughs> approach. Because, like, we had a police shooting here in St. Louis. Did you see that over the weekend? We had Down in the central yeah, west. Yeah, there was in an there. officer shot in the shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Well, and there's one reason. killed. One was killed. And the problem is with a cop, you arrive 10 to 15 minutes after that whatever happened just happened. So you're letting these criminals. I see I think that what would be better served. Yes, they need Kevlar vests and they need all this stuff. We need advocates to go after the leaders of these places. I would love to see someone going after Tashara Jones or to Kim Gardner and saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm here as the advocate for these guys over here." Yep. You know what I mean? It's like we have to be to the point where we are policing in advance that's Absolutely. a great point eric and you, have to have that. you can't and be proactive anyway. and the reason we have you on here with the 10-8 project is because we're trying to partner with you guys to get money donated for what you're doing. It's a project that I absolutely love. I appreciate what you're doing. And for people to jump in and start donating at any time, uh, you can go to our descriptions of our shows today on all of our platforms and click the bit.ly link. That bit.ly link will take you where you can donate. Or you can go to 108project.org. You spell it out, the number, or you spell out the word 10, mm -hmm. T E N, the number 8. T-E-N, the number 8, project.org, T-E-N-8, project.org. That's what Andy Moulton is here talking about today, what the 10-8 project has been able to do. All right, in the first year, you talked about the number that you, just under $500,000 raised in the first year, and that still wasn't enough. But can you talk about the difference that it did make and what that money went for specifically so people get an idea, a tangible idea of where their dollars go to help you and the first responders? Absolutely. Um, so the first two projects we were working on was getting a couple of police departments, dogs and vehicles, and, uh, and then also supporting the St. Louis city fire department and their, uh, their search and rescue team. Um, that, that team is comprised of almost seven dogs now, and they did not have any sort of vehicles at the time that they were using to respond to any natural events that happened, whether it was a tornado or a large fire in a collapsed structure or something like that, that was able to transport these dogs safely. So, um, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Amazon a couple of years ago. The uh, tornado in Illinois came through and just yeah. flattened an Amazon and killed yeah. five uh, people. Illinois. Yeah, it was over yeah. in Edwardsville. Edwardsville, yep. So um, my dog team and, and a couple of my guys from my business went over there. We helped with searching and, and, and finding folks. And when we got there, you know, a couple of the other firefighters that I had known personally that were part of the dog teams that were there as well. 
And, you know, I was looking around and I saw their personal vehicles parked in the parking lot, you know, with all this rubble and everything strewn around. And so that's what we're fixing. You know, it is insane to me that a fire, a fire department is having to respond with their personal vehicles to anything. Um, but the fact that these guys are willing to do that, um, you know, it's something that for a long time they weren't being paid for. It's something they were paying they were literally paying for them. I know a lot of people on volunteer fire departments all across yep. both Missouri and Illinois who use their own time, their own vehicle, mm -hmm. and sometimes their own equipment. Yep, and that's it's entirely what right now in the metropolitan area, which is probably the second largest fire department. You know, St. Louis City has, I think it's the second oldest paid fire department in the history of the United States. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they're driving their personal Jeeps into these 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 explosions, if you will, you know, and then, and then getting a dog out that they, they feed, they take care of, they house, they, you know, all these different things and then searching for, for bodies and for survivors and things like that. And so all because they care about their community. All because they, they give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It. it makes um, sense. And so that's what we're fixing. That's what we're doing. You know, it's, it's, you know, a plate carrier for a, for a policeman that's under, you know, $2,000 worth of gear right there. You know, we're finding a way to do it for 500 bucks. Um, still putting the best gear on them that is again the science is behind it why it's the best stuff for dogs you know uh dog vest you can spend anywhere two thousand twenty five hundred dollars for just a dog vest um but this vest is going to enable this dog to do anything and all things you need it to do in these types of events you know um keeping these dogs alive and healthy and feeding them all this is what the money goes towards um more importantly, though, on, on top of the dogs is the people. You know, like we said before, we're, we're supporting these guys that are super hyper-passionate individuals that are always running towards the fire, if you will. Um, and with the firefighters, you know, getting the right the right gear for what they're doing. You know, um, not everything that these firemen do requires them to wear the classic bailout fire gear. You know, um, and so for some of these firemen that are doing the search and rescue type stuff, it's an entirely new element. They need entirely new different different types of gear and things. Oh, definitely. Um, and same thing with the police departments too. You know, a lot of times you're seeing these these police departments wanting to go backwards in time. That are saying, "Oh, well, mm -hmm. I want to take take all ammo off the vest or all this off the vest or take the vest off in general, right?" Mm -hmm. And then just wear you know your blue shirt and your and your leather belt and and it's 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 like we're going backwards in time because mm -hmm. doctors have proven hey leather belts aren't what you should be wearing it's bad for your back you know this is the reason why these plate carriers are, are load bearing is because it helps these guys who are doing this is sitting for long periods of time that are walking that are running they're putting the weight where your, your body's naturally able to carry it as opposed to putting it on here and then you have all these problems these guys have yeah. to deal with you know that again scientifically proven has been shown don't do this but because of the way it looks, yeah. now we have guys that are decision makers that are being hired that other organizations are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep them around that, that are taking us backwards in time, which, again, is not putting the, the patrolman first, is hey, not putting the policeman first. The companies that have jumped in and helped you so far, if you know some of those, I, I just I, I respect them as well. If, if you know those names offhand i'd like to hear some of the companies that are trying to help you guys like we are from the standpoint of giving you a platform to get out and have people donate and of course i'm going to continue to tell everybody go to our description and page we have a bitly link click on the link that's how you can donate anything helps from that standpoint or you can go to ten the number eight ten the number eight ten the number eight project.org yeah if I had a list in front of me, that'd be the easiest way to do it. Um, oh no, it's, it's 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 crazy to me how many cool businesses have come out of the woodwork to help, um, and I mean that it's it's 
probably one of the most humbling things when you start something, whatever it is, if it, lemonade stand, uh, a band, whatever it is, but something like this. And, 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 you know, St. Louis is, is probably one of the coolest places where they, they get behind their people. And, you know, like I said, I called a bunch of guys I knew that could, they could write a check, but then before, but after that, the people that have come through and, and have done the most, you know, like you guys are doing, helping us out, putting the word out and, and actually telling about what we're doing are the coolest people in the world. And everybody wants to help. And that's the coolest thing is that everybody all of a sudden is saying, Hey, we're going to fly that flag. We're going to, we're going to put that sticker on our, on our front, you know, front door. And it's cool because I'm driving around now and I'm starting to see our stickers on the backs of cars. That's awesome. Know? And it's, I've it's, got a list of some of those companies since I brought up the Sandstone Group, commercial real estate. You see their stuff all over town. Good, good folks. Uh, Perina, St. Louis Bank, who does all kinds of things all over the area. Uh, Smith McGee Insurance Solutions, Beckern Iron and Metal, and Mid America Chapters nice. as well. You know the, who your uh, you ISRA. Your your biggest foil is. Do you know who your biggest foil is? Hmm. It's the people that invented uh, defund the police. That bumper sticker. That is the biggest thing you have. That's your challenge. Is that there, there is a in in our society now? It's people thinking, hey, we got to defund these guys, not fund them. This is crazy. Do you, I have to ask again, who is who are the worst that you're like, you know you got the money. We need to make we need you to back our cops as well. Our governments, every single one of our governments has to back our cops and our firefighters. Is there any ones you can just think off the top of your head that you're like, I can't believe this city or this metropolitan area, whatever? You know, so I've always had a weird approach in life where I don't really focus on those types of things. Um, to be honest with you. You know, I had a football coach years ago that said, look, if you guys want to be getting good at something, you're going to be good at it. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how I, I take on life. Like, yeah. I, If I focused on the people that were out there screaming and hollering and saying things that didn't make sense, then I wouldn't sleep. Yeah. You know, I'm not here to worry about those types of things. What I care about is policemen going home to their kids. Mm -hmm. Now, what I care about is, is firefighters getting an opportunity to, you know, to, yep. to do what they're supposed to do with their lives. You know, um, this was a, this is a point that we, we really wanted to focus on as a group. Um, when we, we first started this thing is, is yes, the obvious point is there are people out here screaming and hollering defund the police. Yeah. And, and, and if you tried to have any sort of cognitive conversation with them that, that just, and, and just say, why, like, what is your reasoning behind this? The, the, their answers wouldn't make sense. It's ideology. Right. It's nothing other than that. And, and so I don't really need, personally, I don't have the time. Everyone else on my board I know doesn't have, but that would help you. See if if the if the government because that's what it is was like okay we can't be in this defund the police thing anymore they might release more funds into everything that you're doing and I don't, that I don't think this current administration would unless you really held their hand to the fire um, and I think that's kind of the word. and when you say administration city county country what are you talking about. All the above. The whole, the above. Okay. Well, because they're all controlled by the Biden administration, even down to the lowest levels because you know what they the biden administration will hold back funding if you don't That's follow right. their objectives you know they're trying to get our police chiefs to look at the uh social media posts of their police officers and their firefighters yep. where you can't even comment on anything or you could be potentially fired or labeled as a domestic terrorist you know what what i'd like to know andy how do people get your stickers because i would love to put some stickers on my vehicles and i'm sure listeners would as well absolutely um so right now we don't have them for sale online but that will be changing Changing shortly, um, nine times out of ten, you come to an event. 
um, come to an event, we hand the stickers out, um, or go to a restaurant or a place that you know is a supporter of us, um, and and you know ask for one. Usually is the way that it goes. Um, you'll see them. They're they're a big white circle with a blue ten uh, eight project on it. It's got a dog. And a couple, uh, a firefighter and a policeman. I, I wish I had one. That's all right. Give, if you guys, you or Mary Ellen, who does a terrific job with uh, promoting you guys and the public relations, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll post on our pictures. We'll have it here up full time. Yeah. I'll put on that monitor or something behind us all the time. Yeah. Do you have any events coming up? We do. So we have a couple in the works. Um, we're, it's, you know, summertime, so we're starting to plan and we're starting to put some, some really cool things together. Um, right now, like I said, we're trying to spend the money that, that we raised, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the big thing. Is it, so it's it, we're a small organization; we don't have hundreds of people helping us, and you know, doing the the day to day admin stuff. Yeah. And so, like I said, trying to actually put every dollar to work is 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 actually a task, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so finding a way to to make sure that we're donating the right stuff, we're making sure that we're keeping up with dogs getting trained, with officers getting trained, um, and so on and so forth. That's the biggest thing. The second issue, obviously, that we're running into is, is you know, staffing. Um, you know, police departments across the nation are having a hard time finding dudes to show up and be cops. Yeah. And yes. so, <laughs> believe it or not, we donate the stuff, and then it's like, okay, when are we going to have time to get these guys trained? And they're like, what guys? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's so it's it, it's it was a kind of a running joke for a couple of years, and then it really is not funny anymore. You know. Um, and so that's the other side of it too that we're we're trying to help with agencies with is 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 retention you know is is finding the right agencies that have those high crimes that have a great approach to what they're doing that have you know real capable policemen that can educate new policemen yeah um because that's another side of this too is that you know a lot of these ftos have left a lot of these guys that are salty know how to do the right way policemen have gone they've retired yep um and so who's training these new cops you know these these guys that are that have had five years on the road. What have I said for the last two years, Vic, Tabitha? If you need volunteers, said, count me in. Go, Tab. Absolutely. You got twenty I, hours well, of work I, under I, your belt a day. Yeah, and with, you can do I, it with all your spare time, Tab. I yes. volunteer with with Backstopper sometimes, with Responder Rescue, with uh, different hockey organizations. I am more than happy to help. You out. didn't even have time to show up to Eric's yeah. party for his girlfriend Saturday. Yeah, what's up on, with that? Tabitha? I make time for first response. I dare you yes, right I do. make time. I dare you right now to take her up on her offer. Oh, no, I will. Say, I'll, I will. See, I will. say I'll see you at 4 o'clock today. I would I be thrilled to death to help. <laughs> okay, we'll see if that happens. And we got a, a quick question. Um, do you guys deal with some of the response that you may or may not be having a problem getting for first responders when it comes to Narcan? As far as giving them, Narcan? no. As far as getting those kinds of supplies, is that in need as well right now? Absolutely. You know, anything and all things. I'm I, I'm a hoarder of supplies. You know, I, there's always an opportunity to give stuff out. So if if you have a, a if you have a hookup, if you will, for Narcan or, or or gauze or scissors or boots or I mean, honestly, anything that's that's quality stuff that's that's needed, then I will absolutely take you up on that. Um, you know. Policemen right nowadays are seeing obviously there's a huge influx of fentanyl and all the other yep. types of drugs out there that that need Narcan, um, and so first of all Narcan training. Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about about fentanyl that that is, you know, the the hearsays of you of the street if you will, and so that's that's obviously sometimes terrifying because officers don't know. Hey, if I have it on my finger, is this going to actually induce me to possibly? die or oh, the fentanyl right or if it's if i actually ingest it and, yeah. and, and they don't they don't fully sometimes know that so 
having Narcan present is, is is super important. And I think all policemen should at least carry at least three things of Narcan with them at all times. Jeez. Wow. Which is not well, because Holy welcome to the United States. Look how much Narcan they use every day. I tried to tell these guys the other day about some instances. Some police officers told me that sometimes they have to use Narcan on the same person multiple times a day. Mm. I mean, it's crazy out it there. It is. It is crazy. And, it, and like I said, that's where the training aspect comes into play. Because if you, if you use too much Narcan, it also could be a problem for the person that you're trying to help. And so that's where, again... All of these things obviously snowball into the same thing of the new profession. Yep. And that's what I said before is that like Pac-Man, we're kind of in a weird spot where we kind of just need to scrub what's working and then redesign and redefine what policing is in the United States and then figure out a better way to attack it because it's not working. Well, there should be no discussion. It, it, it's I don't even obvious. understand that. Pro- I mean, we know what, you what just it said. should. It's be. the climate. No, you don't. We're you in do Eric. not want the far left to have their voices heard on this one. I'm sorry. There is a. <laughs> If there is a way to police, that you have detectives that are good at their job, prosecutors good at their job, people on the street good at their job, equipment that is better than the criminals, those are non-negotiables. Don't let the don't have a conversation with them. And you don't not, deserve. If you want to have a conversation, them. if you want to have a conversation about bringing counselors in, we'll bring you in when they're incarcerated and in handcuffs and in a cell. I don't understand what. What is the Eric, controversy and, here? And people have changed. I own a, Andy, you don't know this, but I own a security company. And I am telling you, P- Eric, people have changed. Not just, and when, when people change, policing has to change. Uh, how first responders react has to change. People have a totally different attitude towards authority these days than what they did five, ten years ago. Well, it adds to the job. It adds it, to the difficulty to. of the job. The budgets are, are where this goes. The budget, I mean, if the budgets were put in, to help you guys more, you would there wouldn't be a need for the exactly. project, and that's why you say you don't want to be here forever. Yeah, we're not, and we're, I hate to say this, like Batman, right? Batman, Batman became a thing because it was needed, right? Uh, obviously, we're not Batman, but the point I'm saying is, is that the the goal of why we're here, the reason of what we're doing, is because there's an obvious need, and you know, I've seen adults step into the ring before when children are trying to handle problems and then all of a sudden the problem's fixed right it's the old saying of like when the dads show up the the, the job gets done um and that's kind of this approach here is that we're watching for for a long time people just fumble their way through years and years of raising money years and years of trying to help the problem but like i said people are handing out flashlights and saying good luck and it's like that's not the right approach here you know I <laughs> here's your flashlight that. right it's a, it's a nice 30 dollar flashlight which is which is great but is this actually going to work when we really need it to work? You yep. know, um, for instance, you know, the, the rifles that we build and, and give to these patrolmen and, and train them on, you know, the rifle itself is a $1,500 rifle. It's not an inexpensive rifle. It's not an expensive rifle. It's just your... You know what, though? In, in some way, you are the Batman. You're the Bruce Absolutely. Wayne. It's, and it sucks because you're giving, you're, you're letting the mayors and the leaders off the hook a little. I, that's what I keep hearing in my head. And that you have to do it. But it's kind of like you, you, you're, you're facilitating it. I, and I keep seeing that well, scene in Batman when the, he's talking to the commissioner on the roof in private. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> it, it, which, is, which is kind of the same thing. It's like the private sector, it's great that you guys are involved, but we need public money. 100%. To really go after this problem, and, and and you know, like I said before, this is kind of the situation where it's the dads show up and get the job done. You know, yeah, it there will be a time to hold these people accountable for what they've done. It, they, it, it, 
that's how history uh, they goes, don't see it that way you know yeah. um like if you if you if you look at any history over time yeah look at the french revolution you look at anything people are held to, they will be held accountable but that being said it doesn't actively save people's lives if we sit here and focus on that my purpose right now good point is 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 focusing on the dudes and the chicks yeah. that show up to work every yeah. single and the dogs and the dogs <laughs> yeah right later on we can we can hold these other people accountable. And, and i'll say one more thing too i think which is kind of important if you're a mayor of a city yes you must think pretty highly of yourself right you, you did a, you did a bit of work to get there um you know people calling you actively asking questions and sorts yes. of things if a little dude like me is showing up and doing more than you are as a mayor that has to mean something right yes. that, that has to be embarrassing that has to that has to bother you mm -hmm. and so we've already seen it with with you know other people in the st louis region that are kind of getting a little murfed about us you know either with people that donated to their foundation now you're getting some ours yeah right because we're actually fixing the problem and so is this a is this a Tashara thing? You think? I mean, it was for St. Louis anyway. You know, I don't know her, so I don't. I don't honestly know. With the, who's, you know I'm, not, who, I'm not educated enough on Eric's talking about Tashara Jones, the mayor of St. Louis, for our listeners around the country. Who is the uh, person that's giving you blowback from St. Louis, or how how do you even feel it without somebody? I don't understand how St. Louis leadership doesn't go. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate. Sometimes this. they do, you know, and, and sometimes they do, and sometimes you see the side eyes, and sometimes you hear the the whispering behind your back, and those sorts of things. You know, the thing that people forget is St. Louis is a really small town, mm -hmm. you know. And, it's getting and smaller, too. It's getting super small. <laughs> and, and, you know, if you've been here for a minute, and everyone yeah. knows this, if you've been here for a minute, if someone says your name in, in downtown Soulard, you'll hear about it two days later. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and the reality of the situation is, is that, you know, my business, what I do, I do a lot of different things with a lot of different types of people, and I hear everything. Yeah, People are always constantly coming to me and saying, hey, this guy – was at a gun show the other day was saying these things about your company or you know this guy was over here talking about i was on a traffic stop the other night and this dude was telling me about how you know he went to one of your courses and you showed him how to do the tourniquet this way instead of that way and it yeah. actually ended up saving his life you yeah. know positive negatives right mm -hmm. but with her i have had maybe two interactions with her um one was after i dug a body up <laughs> which is kind of funny um, we dug a buddy, a dog, dug a body up, excuse me, in, uh, on the north side with an alderman because the police were not able to find the body and we knew the body was there. So we dug this body up, mm. fire department came out, confirmed the body was there. Then the police came back and said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll actually investigate this. And then I went to a meeting that she happened to be there. She asked me why I was muddy. I told her we just dug this body up. It was a weird conversation. Um, the second time was when she was at this, uh, this dog's funeral and she read a, a thing. We shook hands. I said hi to her. And then, so that's my interaction with her. And like I said, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. I know that this person has, has spent a lot of her personal life running for office and saying that she's going to do different things. And I, I, you know, as a, as a citizen, you know, if you will, my hope is that she actually does that. Mm -hmm. But like I said before, the reality of the situation is whether or not you're trying, I'm doing yeah, and that's the thing that that uh, that's different about yeah. you know our foundation is we're not about trying. Yeah, you know this is if you look at the dudes on our board, if you take the time to go to our education staff, you'll get a giggle out of it. These are guys that don't fuck around. Yeah, these are guys that get shit done that that are here to to actually fix the problems to to then focus on the things they need to focus on. Yeah. right, and and that's why we chose these guys that are on our board is because these are men that I know and women on top of that that show up to work to fix problems and then go back to what they yeah. need to do. How right? much money? Does, well, that's how much money do you need for any, get, any police agency that you're working with? What's the average? Do you have to come up with like 20 grand a station? 50? It just depends what the problem is. 
You know, like we... It we differs are, from department to department. Diff, exactly. I mean, we are a very frugal... I'm a very frugal person. You know, I, I, I like I said, I run two businesses, one of which is a dog kennel. So I make everything last three times. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> um, we're, we're not the duct tape brigade by any by any means. But that being said, like things things get stretched. Yeah. Um, and so with our foundation, with our money, I mean, when I'm supporting SWAT teams and things like that, I'm not necessarily going out and buying them a brand new Bearcat. Mm-hmm. You know, I might call some friends of mine that, you know, they're well and we might build something for them that costs half of what a Bearcat welds costs. Excuse me, yeah. and it's ten times more functional because it's custom to what they need. Yeah, um, and so that's that's like I said, kind of our approach to this is that we're wanting to be able to fix problems in a short period of time. And the robot dogs does. Andy, you've been fantastic, man. We appreciate you taking time today. Andy Moulton (laughs) with the 10-8 Project. All you have to do is go to our description. We have a bit.ly link there for you if you want to donate. We'll continue to promote the 10-8 Project from time to time. Andy and his staff will be in. We'll be giving you updates. We'll do live shots with them out in, in the field. You'll see these incredible dogs. What they're doing as well, the protection that they need, the officers, the men and women uh, of police and fire, those first responders doing everything that they possibly can. So uh, once again, you can also go there to donate and learn more about the 10-8 Project at 10, T-E-N, the number 8, 10-8-project.org. Andy, thanks so much for what you do, man. We appreciate it. People like you. And they said you're a, quote, cool dude. (laughs) <laughs> and, and Andy, well. we, we are going to be at all of your events, and we're going to do our best. Tabitha's going to be there, every one of them. I for sure will be. I can't no, wait. We'll, we're going to do whatever we can for you, my friend. We appreciate it. It's near and dear to our heart. And when we started this project four months ago, four and a half months ago, it was something that we wanted to help out with. So it, it's an opportunity for us to do this as well. And if you get a chance, uh, go back and check out some of the comment line on any of our platforms, Facebook, yeah, seeing, so this, here, and you'll get a chance to, because other people have questions that we can't get into all the time course, as well. Of course. Uh, hey, when we come back from this quick break, you're going to take a look at our partners. Tabitha's going to break down what the hell is going on, why you should be concerned with what's happening with the wand, the dollar. It is some crazy stuff, as she talked about. Uh, Fox News losing big-time ratings in the evening time. We'll tell you what network is starting to surge up, uh, the Tucker Carlson situation. How far has Bud Light fallen? We did an informal study. We talked to some local bars. We'll tell you about some percentages if they have gone down one has massively gone down another, eh, maybe not so much. Uh, and are we getting closer and closer to being able to not use gas stoves? Not being no. able to not oh, use, you don't happening. have to use a gas it's stove. Oh, no. We'll tell you the state where it's getting in. A lot of stuff to get to in our next hour. We'll take a quick break. We're back with more. Cancel this after this. Pro Joe's on the boards. Lizzie Sparks has the chat line going. Eric Johnson's here. Tab of the Hassle on Vic Faust. Back with more right after this. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, 
and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services. Check them out at canceltheshow.com. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during a solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis. Any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Hey guys, welcome back into cancel this cancel this show.com. We went a little longer with that interview because there's so much that comes out of that. Eric Tabitha, you guys have awesome questions. And Andy is a cool dude. I mean, they need help. It's sad. He needs to invest in some robot dogs. <laughs> they're coming, Eric. They are oh, coming. Oh, man, would that be cool? We saw those in New York, right? They're, they're, they're not just in New York. They're actually all over the country. I don't think there's any in St. Louis yet. But they're, what's interesting is, did mm. you see? I, don't, I posted a video a while back. I think I sent it to you guys. Where there was a guy who happened to just be pulled over in his truck doing something, and the robo dog found him. Hold on, think about this. Well, well, let, well, let's, what? Let's before we go to Tabitha's uh, bricks. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about this for a second. Ima- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a T-shirt that says bricks. Imagine this: walking into St. Louis proper downtown at midnight, and you're just having a good time, and you see these criminals at the end of the street, and as these criminals approach you, there's twenty robot cop dogs with lights on how fast do you think those criminals will be out of that area but the dog immediately the dogs or don't what have if weapons. there were yes what if these what if these cop dogs had ar-15s <laughs> on top of their heads it's probably come going on, to happen vic. someday come on vic and then what if they had a sensor that could sense glass breaking so they knew when the criminals were busting into your car and they all arrived in 35 mile an hour increments around <laughs> the guy busting into a car and saying you either stop or we shoot your ass and that that would be the only and, thing on its on its uh, little program and voice. Things are kind of things are like that are happening. You can see the videos. I see them on Facebook. Where again, there was a truck driver for whatever reason he was pulled off the side of the highway, 
And I think he was using the restroom out in a field. Yes. And all of a sudden, this robo robo dog approaches, and it's walking around his truck, Mm -hmm. like looking at him, inspecting it. Mm -hmm. And you know that they probably have facial recognition on these robo dogs. That's right. And there, of course, it's video everything. And I and but he said there were no police officers around. There were no police cars around. So I'm wondering, like, where did this? What if it was an autonomous? Okay, so what's next? And whether he was apparently not to not to not to screw up the show. Yeah, that's right. Apparently, the next thing from AI is super AI and super (laughs) Super AI. Super AI is this thing where it becomes completely autonomous, like like Tabitha just said. It has facial recognition. It understands the situation that it's in. It already it has. It knows that. how to create. It knows how to solve a problem that's in front of it. Holy, mar- I mean, I would now you're going to be doing another uh, additional. AI yeah. show because it was so popular. We anyway. have to, and Eric, you're not. You may have already heard this. Chat GPT just came out with a business and, edition. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that. Nice. Hey, by the way, uh, before we get into, th- we got three big topics that we're going to get into. Eric, you're like the best boyfriend, best guy ever. To Bing, are you high? <laughs> look, I've what, never heard look, those words come look, out of anyone's mouth. Look what, yeah, I haven't dated you, so I, yeah. I guess you're right. I'll take your word. I'm for just it. saying. All I do is look at tangible things. Check this out for our listeners and viewers. Uh, our listeners can't see it, but our viewers can. Look at this beautiful little goat. Oh my god! <laughs> Eric bought this for his girlfriend. That, that's it's so <laughs> cute. That is Spectre. So, that's the name Spectre. Yeah. After the best After bassist. The, after the best bass. Best bass. <laughs> <laughs> Her chicken was named Thunderbird. Where did you find Spectre? Uh, Spectre is, uh, these goats are not easy to find because it's a dwarf. I was just going to ask what type of of. It's a pygmy it? dwarf goat, so they don't get too big. They are so cute. So, um, yeah, they are, they're goats. What can I is say? Is it a, a girl or a boy? It's a boy. Or is it a non-binary goat? No, it's a... Stop uh, it, Tabitha. There we go. It's a, we call him a him. So it's a boy. Yeah. Well, you need to get a girl goat so that you can uh, make some goat's milk soap. Michelle says, Eric, <sighs> Eric, you're just wonderful. That is amazing. Okay, bro, I have one quick question about the goat. Mm-hmm. Is that, if it's a miniature goat, is that because it's a house goat or outside goat? Or why would you get a miniature well, I don't, goat? I don't really know what the purpose of a farm goat is. I guess to make goat cheese. Is that right? Goat milk? Goat milk, goat okay. cheese. Yeah, uh, I never understood. Lamb. What, I, know what, I know when we were out there yesterday looking for the lamb, or the lamb, the goat, <laughs> they were, uh, the, the guy that sold the goat was like pointing at his herd Can we cattle. see the goat again? I want to see the goat again really quick. Eric, you're, you're the bomb. You really are, dude. That's pretty damn creative. Is she going to allow it to be in the house? Or is yeah. it out, strictly outside goat? You know, you have to You have to be... It's not like a dog where you spank its ass and then it, you can potty train it. So, I mean... You have to put a diaper on it. But they have yeah. diapers for yeah. it. Yeah, you have to put a diaper yeah. on it. Yeah. But um, that goat you know, is, it's quality that goat of is, life. That's a model goat. That goat's too pretty to be outside. Yeah, that's what he, that's, yeah, it's a good looking guy. Now everybody yeah. wants a goat. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I, I knew my life in TV was going to be over and I was doing stories of goats being brought in to clear out wooded areas and. Well, I blame areas. it on TikTok because TikTok is full of these little cute goat videos. Yeah, male goats don't really serve a purpose other than to have. Well, males in general don't really serve a purpose. No, but, uh, no I hear it. No, I farms it. are weird because like certain animals on farms have a purpose. Like the the guy I was telling you, we were over there yesterday and he's, I go, look at all the cows. What are you going to do with them? Just milk them. He goes, no, we'll slaughter them in about a month. 
I was like, damn. End of story. People and do I, the same thing with goats. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. How do you think you yeah. get lamb shank? Huh? That is awesome. I don't know anything about farms. I know that there's like these. The last time I saw anything about a farm was like in second grade when they had these little books about the farm animals and what they did. Hey guys, um, Eric, great job with Christy. Maybe one of these days we'll get a chance to see the goat live in the studio. It's so cute. I know. I, it's I can so tell. cute. You're a heartwarming yeah. guy. Yeah. I love it's dad. It, it's dad rammed me in the leg and almost took me down. But <laughs> uh, guys, 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 we had some numbers that came out over the weekend. Joe, you can pop those up, and it doesn't matter. You can pop up the Fox graphic pick, or you can pop up the quote new. Oh, there it is. Okay, guys, look at what? the news rating. I didn't see these. Yeah, here you go. This was from Nielsen. Oh, Just, look at that 8 o'clock hour. This was from, yeah, you, mm. you see where they've gone from April 9th through the 22nd, and then what happened post Tucker Carlson in their prime time. That is massive, and it's only going to go down more. Wow. 41%. You take the biggest guy in news off, that's what happens. Man. And you replace him with what they've replaced him with, which isn't even close. They've been Bud Light. You're going to get a 41%. Uh, the total day, 12%. When it goes into the total makeup, the 8 p.m. hour is most of that. So they that tells me they really haven't been affected in other hours, but massively in the p.m. I mean, massively, massively, massively. Well, the rest of the day parts are not destination. Correct. But prime time is a destination well TV. Yeah. Well said. So it's, not to mention the almost billion dollars they've lost. Yeah, but Tucker, mm-hmm. this might hurt them. I know O'Reilly they might? hurt them for like a, a minute, and I know that like Glenn Beck hurt them for like a minute. Tucker might really hurt these guys. Who, there's no replacement for Tucker. It's not about that. It's not about the replacement for Tucker. It's the fact of how they did it. Because Tucker wasn't under any scandal. Tucker was, it was basically an ideological thing. And that's what took him out. O'Reilly had um, some, you know, there was some sexual assault things or that whatever that was. Glenn Beck was basically, you know, he might have been a little bit more ideological, but but they couldn't stand Glenn because he was not part of that corporate yeah, brand. But, but Tucker was the brand. Tucker will beat Hannity out, which Hannity was the biggest guy on Fox. Mm-hmm. This is crazy because you have a 41% drop in your money-making time slot. And those were just in the first Woo! few days. Just wait until other people figure out, oh, crap, this isn't even close. It's going to drop more. Yeah. So uh, Glenn from the text line says, check out a guy named Eric Bowling on Newsmax. And it's interesting you well, say that. He's a Fox guy. I was just going to bring up Newsmax. Do you have that graphic yeah, as well? Yeah, Joe's going to pop that up too. So Amazing. In the last week. Now, I, I could not find, because I don't have access to those Nielsen media ratings, but I wanted to. Those are massive, 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 massive numbers. You can't ignore it. So obviously... People are trying out Newsmax. How many people? I don't know. Because when you look at numbers in marketing, you can say, hey, we're up 220%. Well, that could be from 1,000 listeners to 3,000. Not Maybe not be a ton of people, but at the same point in time, it shows a trend. Will it be a trend that continues? We'll wait and see. Uh, But Newsmax trying to jump on the ship right now and go, "Uh, Fox is sinking. We're sailing up. Jump on. Check us out. I think Newsmax, now this is just my opinion and my speculation, I think Newsmax has a good number of followers. The reason why I believe that 
is because most recently when they were booted off, was it DirecTV? It was when, DirecTV. When they were booted off DirecTV, you know, and people unsubscribe from DirecTV because of it. Well, guess what? DirecTV bought, brought them back. So I do think they have enough enough viewers so to have out. some power. Check but those out. are massive numbers for Fox to lose and for Newsmax no, to gain. No, the Fox is the crazy one, but the Newsmax is the opportunity. So here's how it works in advertising. It Especially traditional like that, where you actually say, I want my ad on that station. They, they will hedge their bets. It's like buying cheap gas if you're an airline because you think the price of that gas is going to go up. So now all of a sudden if they see a trend like, oh crap, look at this Newsmax over here. They start pouring money into that now because it's the, the cost of doing business over there is so cheap. A year from now, it might not be that cheap if they start mm-hmm. to see that audience go up. So what does Newsmax need to be to compete? They really only need about a half a million more viewers to actually go after MSNBC. Well, the, and that's exactly what is Tucker, that crazy to think about? Well, Tucker Carlson pointed that out to Fox a long time ago. It was part of the texts that were revealed during the law, Dominion lawsuit. Is that he told executives at Fox that hey, we better watch out because Newsmax is gaining on us, and yeah. if we're not careful, they're going to they were over, keeping them at bay with, overtake us. Yes, they but, were they were keeping not, them at bay with Tucker, and it's not just Newsmax OAN. People are sampling also OAN great, great station great at channel. the same point in time. So what's going to happen with OAN and Newsmax? Will they be able to get out there? That's why they need to market and do whatever they can. Number one, being true to their product, you got to be true to who you are. Fox may have lost that in some sense. Oh, some sense? They yeah. they never had it. Okay, so yeah, I... they did. You don't watch the shows. I don't want to get into that with you again. Fox. Wait a minute. And I have watched Fox. I have not wa- watching no, Fox. Tabitha, if you're watching, like, this morning's Fox show was as good as anything I've seen at attacking the, sh- the shit, the crap that's going on in this country. It is. It was in the morning. Yeah. On the surface. By the way, Chanel Rian will give her a shout out. She's joined us a couple times. Jerry says, I prefer OANN over Newsmax. OANN is, is a fantastic station. I like you know why it's not? I like them both. You know why it's not? Because no one knows what it is. That's it's, not It's true. hiding under rocks. Nobody no, knows no, no, how to no. find it. Well, well, I don't even know. I would love to be able to see it. I don't even Liberals know how to find it. Know. Well, uh, how do you he, find well, it? Well, here in St. Louis, Newsmax is on channel 248. O-A-N-N, I, I just pull, if I do watch it or I do look at what they're doing, I pull it up online. Let me tell you the difference. But between, they do here, have their own Here's app. the difference between O-A-N and Fox. You guys ready? Tabitha Hassel says to me, there's this amazing restaurant that has the best lasagna and it's over in, it's over in um, Edwardsville, Illinois. Good luck finding it. And I go, I gotta, I gotta try that. Fox is McDonald's. It's on every corner. Every kid loves it. Everybody knows how to pull up into the drive-thru and get their Big Mac. It might not be as good, but it is what everybody wants. But I would definitely love to try that that lasagna that is over in Edwards, whether you recommended to me. But you didn't give me an address. You didn't tell me where it is. I have no... But I hear about some it all Eric, the time. Another To go along with your analogy, some yes. of the best restaurants in this country, the best places to eat, the best food... Are the little unknown places? They'll never, that they'll never be McDonald's. Just a they'll little never be McDonald's. walk up stand, and you know what? They they'll don't never need, be McDonald's. We don't want McDonald's. Not everybody wants McDonald's. You know what I want? I want the truth, and I don't care if that means I have to seek out one guy to find the truth. If I find somebody who's going to tell me the truth, I'm going to follow that person wherever yeah. they but may you, go. You, you didn't hear the I problem. I will look for them. I will find them. And you're, I get If a tree falls in the woods, does it make a at. sound? Yes, it does. Does it? Absolutely How do you know? It does. Absolutely does. Some of the people out there getting the most views on podcasts 
uh, they don't have this amazing Look. setup. No, that's People true. People don't care about looking at. I don't. Wa- I wouldn't watch Fox News because they have a beautiful studio. I want to watch them because they're telling me the truth. I don't care what Newsmax. It all be- goes in. You have to have substance and sizzle. It all goes in because of how Americans have been trained. Now we're trying to retrain Americans, and it takes time. The stat that I wanted to get to with the Eric Bowling was the fact that uh, April twenty fifth, post Tucker Carlson, the end of last, or was the the twenty fifth? Yeah. Post Tucker Carlson being gone, this is what I found interesting. They won the night at 8 p.m. with 1.7 million watchers. But Eric Bowling, out of nowhere, got 560,000. Shut up. That I mean, to think Shut that up. Newsmax could come up and be that close, very, very interesting. Shut up. And, that can't be true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just beat Don Lemon when he was yeah. on CNN. Cuomo, he just beat Cuomo. Cuomo at News Nation got 156. Exactly. <laughs> How did they bring that clown over there? Uh, I don't, that makes so sense. So, anyway, we'll see where this all goes. Stick around, stay tuned. OAN Newsmax in terrific spots to, hey, go be who you are. The, and when I talk about that too, is, yeah, you want truth, but if you're used to watching something, I'm just going to tell you, not you, because you're the outlier on every single Correct. thing in life. That's true. You are the outlier. I the don't agree with that. I think woods. that most people are just that like most, me. No. No, they're not. No, they're not. Not in TV. One thing I understand is is TV. I know. You do understand TV, Here's but not everybody what they cares about the American, No, the American public still has been trained to see, you're not going to watch somebody that looks like they're in a cardboard yeah. box. Um, I completely disagree. I know. I'm just, and that's why we have we have podcasters. That's why. That's why marketing. That's why marketing. There's a few, not many, but there's a few. Mm. Um, That's why marketing is so important because you have to have everything, the whole thing, to get the eye because the attention span of most Americans, Tabitha, it's decreasing. So you have to have everything. Mm. Substance and sizzle is always the best thing over just having substance or just having sizzle. Yeah, what Tabitha has to realize, Tabitha has to realize this, 10% of, 10 to 15% of this country is like us. They are super into news and they'll go and subscribe to these things and they want to know what's going on. 90% of this country wants to know the news they don't want to go searching for it. They will. I agree they will. With you. They will flip on a Lester Holt. They'll look at a Tucker Carlson maybe at night, and but then we're they're being done. pushed into going and looking. I for agree it. with you. <laughs> and then they're Completely. done. And then they're done. So they want what's easy. They feel like what they're watching is reputable enough to give them the news of what's going on. The problem is, and I will agree with Tabitha on this. People want to be told the news that they want to hear. So if I want to be told about Biden. I want to hear it from my man, Tucker Carlson. If I want to hear about Biden, there's a, and then the other side is conversely, I want to hear it from Rachel Maddow. So I'm being fed the news from the point of view that I want to hear it from. That's wrong. That's not the way news and journalism should have been. It should be boring. It should be as boring as people filling up potholes in this country. But on the on the but it's a problem because it's a money making device now, and and it will never get back to the Edward R. Murrows of the no, world. It's never going to happen. I, I think, and, and I hope that I hope what I, I I agree with you both. I hope that people are changing. I mean, I think that's why Rumble has such great popularity, is because people feel like they can't get the truth on some of these other platforms. And they're just running to YouTube. I mean, running to, sorry, I said the wrong one. So running to Rumble. I really do. Look at the hundreds of thousands of views out there some of these different folks get. Yeah, we're going to continue to follow it. That's for sure. Um, we got another massive story that's going around the country. We've talked about the dollar. We've talked about the issues with it. I still don't think we're close to having our dollar destroyed. I'm very concerned where we are. 
uh, when you hear stories of what's happening right now with the one, uh, it's very concerning. Tabitha, you saw some stuff breaking over the weekend that you're like, man, we've got to get into this and let me take that as part of my tab take. You know, there there's so much going on right now. I don't see the, the one is never going to be the currency of the United States, like you said last week, Vic. But what we do have to worry about is is hyperinflation. We talked about hyperinflation last week. Hyperinflation happens in this country, which is also part of the de-dollarization when countries stop using our currency. And for the first time ever, the yuan overtook the United States dollar to become the most used currency for cross-border transactions in China. And what that means, and I'll tell you why that's happening, what that means is that China is not using the dollar. They're using their own currency, the wand, to make transactions with other nations. Not only is China not using the U.S. dollar, but using their own currency, which is going to build up their currency, it's going to bring our currency down because we are overinflated with our currency. We have more, let's say, blips of money printed than what we actually have to back it up. And that's a big problem. And that money will eventually come back to us if no one's using it. And that causes hyperinflation. That takes us into a Venezuela-like situation when our dollar is worth nothing. But what's crazier is China, and they're going around to different countries, and they are being supported by BRICS. And what they're attempting to do, they're talking, Argentina is one of them. Over the weekend, Argentina announced they are no longer going to be transacting in U.S. dollars. They're going to use their own money. They're going to use the yuan, not U.S. dollars when they make these different tra- cross-border transactions. We're going to have uh, Saudi Arabia, India, all of these countries, BRICS countries, they're going to be using the yuan versus the U.S. dollar. It's not going to be the ruble. It is going to be the yuan. And that means that they are no longer purchasing our items in the U.S. dollar. Uh, They're not going to potentially allow us to use our U.S. dollars when we transact with them. China is going around to all of these different nations and they're saying, hey, we are backed with BRICS. We are creating our own currency. We are trying to transact with the yuan and not the U.S. dollar. And right now, whenever we have uh, BRICS, controlling more of the GDP than NATO, that's a big problem. I'm concerned. And you, you should everybody be should be concerned. Um, a time frame, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm not on board yet. We're thinking the dollar is going away, but man, oh man, oh I man. I don't see it going away. That definitely probably not in our lifetimes, but but I do see a, a big problem with what's going to happen in this country when it comes to hyperinflation. Yeah. When, when other That's, countries stop using our dollar and then we have so many more dollars than we need, that causes the dollar to have less Yeah, the value. $2 million in Eric's savings account goes down to about a million. And that becomes a problem. And then you can't buy as many bases or goats. And no, the, life becomes and the a little bases bit more difficult. And goats become more expensive. So these, it's, it's, a oh, double, it is. it's a double-pronged approach to this thing. And then people who want to buy a $200,000 house now have to spend $500,000 to buy the house. On top of that, they have to pay 6% interest rates, which means you have to pay... $5,000 a month on a house that you should be paying $1,700 a month on. There's where your major problems lie right there. And it does seem like there are forces against us on all fronts. And I'm talking yes. about corporate America and the United States government. And when they're colluding against you, and, and then you got a problem. It's not right. about China. Our it's country, more about our. It's, it's more about the fact that our government is a bunch of complete morons. They're being complicit. There's no question about. It. They're not even trying to fight this. China came out over the weekend and they made a statement, a very public statement, 
And they were in Syria talking to Assad, the president of Syria, and they made a statement that said, hey, guess what, America? We are coming for your dollar. Uh, Syria now, not going to be using the U.S. dollar. They're going to be using the one. So what? And, it, well, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal because really. when all of these countries... There's countries that have said they weren't going to use the dollars for millennia. Okay, this is a different story now. Here's the difference, Eric, is they're actually not using the dollar. They used to say it. Now they're actually not. And BRICS controls the higher GDP than NATO now. That's a really big That's deal. That's cray cray. And at some point... As they continue to grow, and when Saudi Arabia and Egypt and all of these countries join BRICS, which they've already applied, Saudi Arabia being a huge deal when they've applied for BRICS, Argentina, all these different company, countries applying for BRICS, at some point they're going to control the higher population. And when they have the higher population in the world using the one, the dollar is really well, the problem with that is. is a little bit, and there are some dynamics that I don't even understand that maybe we do need to get another financial expert on. Um, yes, I hear the fear, but at the same time, the United States is a, we, we, we consume things. We, we used mm -hmm. to produce and consume things. Now we're pretty much a consuming nation. Yeah, because we don't produce and, anything because China does. And countries like China, they are manufacturers of things, but they're not major in the consumption yet. They will be. But right now, the reason that China works is because their labor is cheap. It's it's inexpensive. When you when you say, okay, when they're, when you have a union or some kind of an uprising where people want to get paid what they're worth... Then the dynamic will start to change a little bit. And, and all of this stuff gets kind of factored into the mix. How does the euro happen? How What does India want to subscribe to this BRICS nation thing? That's These are all questions that make it unlikely that the U.S. dollar is going to be the back, is going to be the dominant force. Well, the dollar is is no, it's already not the dominant force. It, it's already losing it's the, traction. It's the, it's the money of business still. It is. Not, it is. Well, not in, obviously not in cross-border transactions because China just rose for the first time. It, you know, and, and people I say- I have never, I buy bases outside this country all the time. Yes. I have never once had a BRICS uh, transformation That's going to be our telltale sign. Never once. When you have to yeah. use the wand to yeah. buy your base. It's always <laughs> about the dollar. I want to know. <laughs> it's That'll always be about, very interesting. It's about the dollar. The dollar, it's like, how think much about, is this base? But think about this. People give China too much. China, is their economy is in bad shape. Yes. But do you know why their economy is in bad shape? It's because they tried to go green and they shut down all their coal plants. Well, they haven't. And their coal plants themselves. are one a week. One a week over in China is being China, built. I, I, I guarantee you, China shut down their coal plants for a long time. Okay, well, they're coming and back online. They're, well, they have to come back because they ruined their economy because of it. They nearly destroyed South Korea because their coal is what produces diesel exhaust fluid. And for a while there, this was, I don't know, a year ago, because China had cut down on their own coal production, they didn't have enough coal products to to export i hear the and south korea lives on yeah. diesel exhaust fluid they had they were two south korea was two weeks yeah. from a complete economic collapse because none of their trucks could run because china didn't send them diesel exhaust flu yeah. fluid look what china sends to the united states our medical equipment a lot of our medicines we're in yeah. short supply of i think it's 150 and it's medicines a, chi it's right a china now. deal 
Exactly. I mean, China owns us. They control us. And I can assure you, Eric, if China says you, the Americans, are going to use the wand, we're going to be using the wand. I, I hear the fear in your voice. Wait, it's not fear. Hear, it's no, just it's a reality. There's, it's a reality. I hear the fear in your voice. I've also heard economics people say, look, not. Yeah, I, I get it. I hear what you guys are saying, but the dollar's in, in not a lot of jeopardy because it's backed by so much stuff. It's, it is. What's it backed and, by? We have overprinted the dollar. That We have printed true. more money that's than true. we can we back have. and we can cover that's and, true we and when have. all that money comes back to us because other countries aren't using it that's when and, you and i do think that tabitha's right i don't know that this would be a slow burn i think that this would be banks going out of business this would be the stock market crashing i do think that this mm-hmm. this would come on that fast i do believe that and maybe that, but i do also believe if that happens tabitha china's screwed too so if the, is, as the United States economy goes, so goes the economy of the world. It just does. Europe goes down. Once Europe goes down, then you have... Yeah, well, that's the whole point. What you're saying is exactly right. BRICS will rise up and the United States and Europe will fall. That's exactly what's happening. And it's happening before our very yeah. eyes. I, I, and I our feel, own I government feel, is complicit I in it. I feel kind of like I'm talking about brain surgery right now. I kind of know what it is, but I wouldn't want to go try to cut anyone's head open. But a lot of, even the experts, Eric, are trying to figure it out. That's there's true. no way it's to, true. to know 100%. Yeah, there's no consensus on we any of We see this. something that's scary coming from the East. We do. We look over there, we're like, oh, Okay, China's down brokering deals in South America. We've got several South American countries going, uh, let's stay away from the dollar. There's no doubt there's an effort. Will they be successful? We'll see. How long will it take? We'll see. Is there an effort? 100% there is. Does the dollar seem to be gaining confidence anywhere in the world? Nope. No. Nope. No. People in other countries are are getting rid of the dollars. Do people hate America? Yep. If they have a chance... To stick it to America, will they? 100%. Those are the things that are happening. The only good thing right now is that China is in a bad situation as well. They, they are in a tough situation. But think about this. Remember during COVID times when China couldn't ship anything to the United States and you'd go to the store and you couldn't find televisions or electronics. Uh, people couldn't find diet sodas. We couldn't find any toilet paper. Because guess what? It's all made in China. Everything we use every day, everything we build, even our own military, it's all comes from China. Everything. That's our own fault. Well, it's one of the massive issues that we're dealing with right now, and it's a great tab take. We appreciate that. We try to do it every day. I know you guys love to hear Tabitha. She breaks down a subject. And I appreciate having the opportunity. That's right. We're going to get you your own stinger here pretty soon, too. Ooh. Yeah, we got to find something. As long as it's not that Oh, growling. we got to start it with a... <laughs> as long as it's not that. It's time for Tab's take. And it will sound like Friday the 13th theme music. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You should wear a mask when you, when you yeah. do it. <laughs> and then the first word she said will be, good evening. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up masks. I saw a couple headlines yesterday. Oh, boy, here we go. Is coming back because no, there's stop a new it. COVID variant. There's no mask coming I, back. I, there, we will never allow masks to come back. That is 100%. People true. are already wearing, hey, if you want to wear a mask, wear your mask. Wear them. I don't care. Good evening. There, there's not going to be any mandatory mask updates. Never anymore. again because we will not comply. There's no way in hell. Okay, you know what? I'd be pissed off as I was in New York. And is it a sign of things to come? We talked about it a little bit like four months ago, but New York now looks like, well, they're going to vote on this. It hasn't happened yet but it appears as if they have enough votes because it's all in the honor of climate change gas stoves being banned on any new construction in new york 
moving forward. The first statewide law banning natural gas in new construction. But it's happening in California already. It's been happening there but for a couple of years. But has it already been... But in California, yes. But New York is would be the first state, Tabitha. It's, it's already happening. It's been happening in California for two years. Well, here's we've, the thing. We've, been, this we've is, talked about it. No, but the first statewide law yes. banning statewide is New York, not California. It may be happening in some certain areas, but this would be the first statewide. Across the entire state. The entire state, not just a section. We're talking about an entire state. On any new construction. Now, it's all part of a budget plan. Oh, we're going to save money. Oh, this is about the environment. Oh, this is the best thing for all of us to do. But the criticism from the oil and gas industry, mostly Republican politicians, uh, they, they've latched on uh, to this. And it, it's concerning to me because, once again, it gets into that control. The proposed residential gas ban is part of a $229 billion New York State deal. And this would go into effect uh, for any new construction, but would not, I repeat, would not affect any of the current construction that's already there. In parts of California, and, and this is exactly what's going to happen in New York, in parts of California, two years ago, they came out with this fantastic plan to tell people that if you are building a new home, you cannot have a natural gas line into your home, which means no gas appliances, all electric. And this is ex exactly what you said, Vic. Now, in California, the statewide ban on gas stoves was rejected. Yeah. So it, it's not in Los Angeles was, County in some areas, well, not but not only, the state. Not only was it rejected, though, Tabitha, um, just a few months Actually, it was earlier, in, it was in April, just a month ago, a federal appeals court actually overturned Berkeley, California's first in the nation city ban on natural gas. They can't do it anymore. And it they was, shouldn't oh, be it allowed was overturned. to. And then guess what they're coming for next? I read this over the weekend. Your gas-powered lawnmowers and uh, leaf blowers. We're not here. No more, they say. Where? Well, it's not happening yet. That's well, there is one thing that, at, there's one thing that needs next. to be understood is there was a day when everybody's like going, the incandescent light bulb is going the way of the dodo bird. And we were all like, Which, oh, makes yeah, me right, sick. right, whatever, because these LED things are horrible and these fluorescents are never going to fly. Don't worry. Incandescent light bulbs are completely fine. They're safe. You cannot find an incandescent light bulb anymore. Because there's a ban it's on difficult. them. They've been and banned. But so, think about this. Is I that, bought like so you go to Home Depot. You you get the, there's no such thing as good lighting. You anymore. can find incandescents, but I'm not telling you my secret. Well, where? Show me where. Not telling you where. But think about this. Without stealing them from someone's. Eric, could you ever imagine we get to a point, a, a statewide ban that appears to have all the votes that they need on gas, and using gas stoves moving forward? And I mean, really. And now, let's clarify something. Why does that surprise something. you? I don't understand where the, the surprise is coming nah, from. Nah, it's the control factor that we're actually living with it. Well, what about the control factor of the XL pipeline? That should have been a, a, yeah, a true, good clint, uh, hint. You know, it, it's it, like... Uh, but, that's, but that still can be, quote, political... More so to the average American than being able to use a gas. Stove. What about the what about the electric powered tanks? You didn't get the memo it's with not, the electric powered tanks that are coming. It's not just and it's not just gas stoves. They want to they want to ban everything that runs on gas. They want everything to be electric. And these homes with with in New York, it's not just gas stoves. They don't want a natural gas line coming into the home at all and that's how are you gonna have a heated it's pool? just a ban on heated pools the thing in the past <laughs> how are you gonna have a heated pool Tabitha? an electric heater how, there's no such thing as, is there such thing there as is an electric some, there is an electric something heater, else to put on the grid 
Our grid cannot support the electricity we're running now. I mean, that's why California has rolling blackouts. Yeah. Now we're going to be having rolling blackouts in New York. I mean, our electric grid cannot support. This must have been what prohibition it. felt like back in the twenties. Dollar General is your is your, is your go to. You know what, okay. Eric? This I'm is there. about Dollar General will get you. I'm going. Dollar General lights. has incandescent lights. That's yeah. where I buy them. That's what we do. Oh, so we figured out your secret. <laughs> it's hard to find them, but they do have them. But you know what this is about? It's about more control because guess what? When all of your appliances are running on electric, you're entire house is electric all they have to do is shut your electric off and there's not a darn thing you can do to fix it can't they shut your gas off too it's not as easy not as easy okay why do you why do you scare me so much sometimes i'm not trying to scare you i'm just talking if you were my you. mom i would never it's come out all my bed. it's the about look, yeah, it's the look she oh, gives joe, did you have it is such a bad look hey joe welcome to the show i was just gonna say that they can turn your electric off by the flip of a switch remotely. Right. They have to come out to your house and physically turn a valve to turn your gas. I guess off. you're right. And you can turn the valve back on. You cannot turn your electricity right. back like on. Like I did with cable back yeah. in the day. Especially like if, you're, if your ESG score dips, Eric, your social credit score. Mm. Like, oh, you're grounded. We're going to take your gas away oh, for a week. And you know what else happens with Eric? They control your, your usage of electric. That's just like Amarin came out a couple months ago. They're like, oh, we're going to give everybody a discount or a free mm-hmm. smart thermostat you know why Why? because when you accept their free smart thermostat they also control your electric Mm -hmm. usage and they will turn your electric up or down however they see fit they will control your electric so people like this they vote for this yes people do because they think they're saving the climate yeah people people no people like britney last week it's the same oh, yeah. thing. Brittany. People like Britney. I forgot about they Britney. They feel Ace Hardware, I'm told, has the incandescent lights as well from the fa- from yeah. the chat line. Mm-hmm. They are out there for those of us. So if, if people vote for this, don't, do we have to just shut up and take it then? Yes. Either that or get out and, and cheat uh, yeah. as hard as they do. So that was not rhetorical. I would Abe say. says it happened in Colorado. I'm not sure exactly what you mean it happened in Colorado. Probably. The gas situation? Uh, no, probably the uh, controlling the thermostats. Because when you get one of these new thermostats, well, right now, Ameren is offering offering $50. If you want a $50 rebate from Ameren, you will allow them to control your thermostat. And what basically that means is in the summer on those really hot days, instead of your air conditioning being on 69, it's going to be on 75. Or on those winter days, instead of it being on 74, it's going to be on 68. You know, and, and right now you can get a $50 rebate if you want the government to control uh, how much heat and electricity you use, heat and air. That's it's, what it's about. It's a different time. It sucks. And in Colorado, but, people didn't have a choice. And it's happening. Well, I'll tell you what. If this continues, and I kept saying, I go, and people are voting for this in a quite an inquisitive voice, I'm going to just say it out loud. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And I guess there's a million and multi-million people that are the same way. And they, I, so, so going from St. Louis to Florida, if that's not an option anymore to get away from this nutty ass laws that are being created, where do you go? And that's a question that I, and maybe I'm being stupid by, be, by, by fear mongering from Tabitha Hassel. It's not, first because of all, anything let's, that Tabitha Hassel, don't live in the woods at the let's anything, anything that Tabitha Hassel says. Let's backtrack. I don't fear monger, Eric. I tell people, <laughs> but the I'm truth. just saying, and I don't and mean to bring your name want, into it. That's not really my point. Well, you point. did bring my name well, into it. Well, I'm sorry. People like Tabitha Hassel. He was trying to be funny. I get it, but therefore I'm going to explain that people want to know the truth. And the truth isn't pretty right now, unfortunately. I wish it were. I wish it were all puppy dogs and sunshine. I don't need puppy dogs. Dogs and sunshine. But I just the need truth, truth right now I just is need truth. actually he needs goats. Scary. If 
question if speculative this is true what tabitha and people like tabitha say there's going to be people and i know you guys always say well people can't just up and move yeah they can where do you leave this great once great country and where do you go to escape and 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 live out your days with the hopes of freedom and yada yada yada. A BRICS country because they're not controlling anyone's thermostat. Because if there's if if this BRICS country, country doesn't nobody's va- gonna go live. If this BRICS, country doesn't value, you know, missing man flyovers. If this country doesn't value big brands being able to do the work of that they need to do, Bud Light in particular. If this country doesn't believe in letting people make decisions on gas powered stoves and incandescent light bulbs. Where do you go? Eric, it's not, that was, no, you that's ha- a real you, question. It is a, and it's a good question because we always say this is the last refuge and we have to fight so hard. I didn't say it. Ronald Reagan said to it. To keep our freedom here. We have to fight so hard. And for whatever reason, we are not standing up. We're not fighting. We are losing our power. We're losing our control. Our government is taking over and making decisions for us. And we've sat back and we've been complacent. We've allowed that to happen. Do you know right now, it used to be where I could say, this is it. America is the most freest country in the entire world. But that's not the case anymore, is it, Vic? It's not the case. Well, I think that my, we, we my are, question to you is this. China. My question to you is this. So when I was growing up, I don't know what it was like in the 40s. Oh, I, I don't know what it's like now. When I was <laughs> growing up, when I was growing up. It's like a fear monger. Sorry, Eric. When I was growing up. We are right behind China. The word patriot meant something different than what it means today. The word patriot means you were exceptionally excited and prideful of the country that you lived in. Red, white, and blue. There was never a controversy dragging a red, white, and blue flag into an elementary school. Never. There was never a a controversy saying anything because of freedom of speech. If the thought of patriotism is gone... And you don't have to be have an affinity for this country anymore because of what this government is doing to us, destroying the dollar like Tabitha talks about, doing making just bad decision after bad decision. Our metropolitan areas are complete crimes, infested garbages. Where do you go? And that is because I always do think to myself, I go, I, I drove down Highway 70 this weekend. It is a trash can. If you go from St. Charles to St. Louis, Missouri, you literally drive through blithe areas. I always think to myself, I can't take this much longer. I want to get the you can F only, out. I want to get the I F out of here. here. But you can only so run my, so far. So my, my ability to do a revolution for my personal feeling, go, go to Florida. Just go to Florida, find a, a house or an apartment and live out your days. That's good enough for a lot of people. If you can't even do that in Florida anymore... If bricks is so bad and the dollar is gone, where do you go? Well, and that's thing. Well, about as long this. as DeSantis is there, you're fine. But yeah. he won't be there forever. He won't be there forever. And you know what, Eric? People can say, "Well, I'm going to move out to the middle of the state and live out in the rural area." No, I'm not even. Tree. I don't even want to do hypotheticals you anymore. Even, you can't even run. You yeah, you can't even do off run. the grid because you'll get some federal agency out there going, "What are you doing off the grid?" No doubt about At it. At some point in this country, there will be nowhere left to run. There will be nowhere else. to So escape my question is home. this. When, when we fight. when we get to the point where we're sick of hearing the ideology of a Drew Collins and go, I'm just done hearing your your garbage. It's 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 stupid and it's dumb. Where do you go? You have to stay and fight for your country. Where do you, you go? Have to do well if the, if the fight's over. Do you know where you'd go? No, I might go I'm, back to my home country. I think I'm from Sweden. 
I might. Tell you, I mean, I've always doing thought, pretty good out there in Sweden. I always thought about that. They have I've a lot more freedom about that. than we do. Switzerland seems to be kind of a nice place <laughs> a lot to go. More freedom than hiking. we do in Switzerland. I could go hiking in Switzerland, maybe. I would like to stay in the United States. I'd like to have a when the Olympics come on, be super excited to to vote or to cheer for my hockey team again, without wondering if they're going to have red, white, blue, and the colors of the rainbow in the damn logo. Jay says, Tabitha, according to you, we've already lost. Yeah, that's exactly what th- what right. Do you think? What do you think about that? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have already lost. Because that doesn't mean senses- we can't win again and we can't take our country back. We lost when they staged a coup. The Democrat regime staged a coup against Donald Trump, and they took away the presidency from him through cheating yes we lost but that doesn't mean we we can't just think about again. this for a second every day that me and tabitha have been on a show together and it was like three years two years ago whatever it was 2020 there has not been one day where tabitha has come in with good news think you about want me to only come in eric there's never that- been a sign that, because you do a lot of research i'm trying to think of it there's <laughs> never been a day where you came and go this is what you have to be optimistic about because first of all you two tell all of the the good news i'm here to tell people the truth we all have our different oh roles we play damn, we all damn. have our different roles we play and we all have our different goals in what we're yeah. doing i we my purpose in being here Every single morning, mm-hmm. what, why I get up in the morning yes. to be here is to be informative. Okay, I want someone to listen to me talk and say, you know what? I either learned something today. I'm not saying you're wrong. I've come away with something different that maybe I didn't know before. Yeah. Or maybe I'm waking up and realizing that if I don't start fighting for my country and fighting against yeah. uh, the socialism that's coming our way, that, I mean, you guys, you, you're a... You're, Stop. <laughs> You're the good news guy. I'm not the good news guy. Nick is kind of the middleman. No, I am the I am the I'm the Troy Aikman of this show. I look at she what she doesn't know who sports people uh, are. She has no idea who Troy Aikman is. Troy. Do you? I know who he is. Once oh, a, you do? okay? Troy Aikman once a what play- sport? Football. I there think. you go. Good job. What, what team? I don't know. Dallas Cowboys. Texas somewhere in Texas. She, very good. The Texas Cowboys. <laughs> what I mean by it is, one, I'm literally up in the booth. He, he's he's uh the he's the Joe Buck. He's basically he's the guy that lays it out for you. I'm the guy after the play is over, going. I can't believe they just punted the ball on first down. I'm the color guy. I am literally just looking at what happens here and goes, this is crazy or what a great play or then or what's tra- Tabitha? Tabitha is like a, a coach. <laughs> I Sarah, he's she's Sarah Gusa on the sidelines. Is, <laughs> I can assure you, I'm on the field, not on the sidelines. That's exactly right. God you're, bless a, you're, you're a spectator. Tony Saragusa you're on a the sideline. Yeah. I'm on the field playing. That's, That's right. the difference That's between right. us. Yeah. Hey, I do have to, Tabitha did come with a funny story one day, Eric. What's that? She tried to save a guy who was handcuffed with a gag ball in his mouth in a car. I thought he needed to be saved. It is true. <laughs> I save pro, people whenever pro I Joe's can. Projo's like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah, Projo, we have a lot of new viewers and listeners. Tabitha took the, the gag ball off and says, let me show you how to do this right. We we think stuck that it in her mouth. we think that they were setting Tabitha up. They wanted no, to they were not. These people did not. They know wanted me. Tabitha. I did not per- know them. Per- to participate. It's just Tabitha no. has a lot of weird things following her around. Tabitha drama hassle. I am a magnet for all things. Tabitha thunderstorm strange. cloud no hassle. About it. Yeah, I will be the first to admit it. But you know what? The, my luck is is that the if COVID if if a refrigerator is going to fall from the sky, it's going <clears> to <throat> fall when I'm in the room. But it's not going to hit me. It's going to hit you. <laughs> and I will live to tell the story. 
that's, oh my God. that's pretty much the story. It's a true of my story, life. actually. It is the true story. Yeah. It, it never happens to me, but it happens yeah. around me. Yeah. And there you have it. Cancelthisshow.com. What a Monday. We are off and rolling for this week. That's for sure. Can't wait till Monday when Tabitha learns that dinosaurs did exist. I can't wait to eat to find out either. To eat a dinosaur. I can't wait um, to find out. When is this? My, Friday. That's our free for all. Okay. Yeah. We're going to break that down for a while on Friday. I am very excited. And, and I, I want your friend to bring in a real dinosaur bone, not a fossil. Oh, you know what? I was going to use real them. Dinosaur I'll have him come bone. in studio then. Yeah, I was going to use them on the video chat line, but Ask I'll have him, him come in studio. And I want him in the studio with a real dinosaur bone, not a fossil, not a fossil, a real bone. Do they exist? No. Okay. But <laughs> is a fossil a bone? No. If they did, then they would exist. Do you not understand the pro the properties of uh, organic material getting? I think I think I do more a, than you do. I think this is getting into a semantics deal. No, it's not. It, no, it's not. Think okay. about this. Okay, if 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 this the studio in front of us were a field of grass, and a dinosaur lay down and died, mm -hmm. it wouldn't turn into a fossil. Do you want to save this? It for would Friday? die, and it would disintegrate into the earth after millions want... of years. But if 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 that was a limestone, and the dinosaur laid down and died, but, it would create an impression. That would be a fossil. But don't bones decompose? Yes, that's why you. there are no dinosaur bones. But that doesn't mean there was no dinosaur. But the dinosaur bones you see in the museum are rocks. Joe? How do they form the shape if it's just a rock? Go. See, we got to save this for Friday. That is open to interpretation. No, there's no open to interpretation. And for, and for the record, I've never said there are no dinosaurs. What I said is there are no dinosaur bones because they couldn't survive millions of years they I understand the concept of that however when they're digging up these fossils how do the the rocks just form like that we're gonna find out friday okay. we're gonna find it's out coming friday, up friday guys we're gonna get and out of I here i can't wait they hey by the way check out the 108project.org t-e-n the number eight project.org we will continue to have them uh it's a charitable so organization excited. that we have jumped in with we always talked about first responders and police and firefighters uh it's our opportunity to do that so we'll have them in more uh you can donate you can go to our description online uh and click on that link or you can go to their website which we had there for you as well um for pro joe Lizzie Sparks taking care of our chat line. Eric Johnson, you're such a sweet boyfriend buying that cute goat for your girlfriend. You know, that's right. I love it. And not to mention bones, they they uh, fossilize because they no, become no, no, petrified. No. They no. become Tabitha petrified. On they, don't. they become petrified. Well, they don't. It's like a log. They don't. <laughs>